Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. T-R-P-E. The realest podcast ever, realest podcast ever. Two brothers bringing thinking on a second level. Music, sports, fashion, politics, and the streets. The best two hours out of every week. YDN, dinosaurs, and YBODs. Real talk every time, this is what you need. We just out here popping shit. It's your boy C. Diddy, and Matt makes me sick. TRPE, TRPE, go. TRPE, TRPE, go. They know. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Jim, for me. Aw, man. We are officially one more show closer to the end of the year. 2017 is rapidly coming yeah. to an end. The awards is next week. The awards is next week, baby. You gotta, I gotta, I, I, I edited it, so I'll send you the re-edited right. joint. Did you uh, put in Cassie Davis for uh, Nubian White Queen of the Year? Yeah. All right, you gotta add her in. That's I, all. That's I, the only category I care about. That's uh, <laughs> to keep it a book. My, my homie at work was like, "Yo, um, who had the best 2018? How is Tay Keith not on there?" I'm like, mm. "Tay Keith just got his degree right. last week. Got his platinum plaque. I mean, was his number one plaque at the graduation. Yeah. I was like, that was dope. That's lit. I'm like, yeah, Tay Keith has to go on there. Tay Keith got a hot ass song on uh, Money Man's new EP. Money Man is my favorite rapper right now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if I meet Money Man and he, he ain't got, got no, no Money, money Man, man. <laughs> that's a classic. It's a, it's a classic 2017, 2018 <laughs> moment. <laughs> if I meet Money Man and he ain't got no Money Man, <laughs> Money Man, cool as fuck, man. He came to Vanity twice this year. He killed that shit both times. The um, I, I, I you know I try not to get into these rappers till they make it to a certain level. Well, he made it to a certain level and then intentionally came back down to a street level because he realized if I'm in business with Birdman and I'm on a professional level, I'm better off being independent and by my goddamn self because he's gonna make a hundred percent. Like I, make I zero. used to be the young nigga that was telling everybody like I, I my. Ask anybody around the way. I was the first one on Gucci. Pause. Like I dead ass was like right. yo, Gucci's it. This is before So Icy. Like, that, that's crazy. Dead, like, as Jules, as right there, tell you, I was on Gucci super back in the day. Yeah. And even Rick Ross, when he first, I'm just like, Ross gonna be around for the next 10 years. Yeah. And motherfucker's like, no, nah. I'm like, I'm telling you, he gonna be around. When Ross put out Chevy Riding High with Dre, that's when I knew, like, this fat nigga not going nowhere. Not going nowhere. It's just gonna be here. Yeah. But it's like now I'm I'm old, so it's just like I listen to the shit I like <laughs> and I wait for, like, my minions to tell me. Do you think. It's too much music being distributed to people on a week-to-week basis. Hell yeah. Well, not not even that. I think with the way the world works now, because I actually saw somebody tweet the other day, like, damn, remember when, when we used to sit with an album for months before we said if it was classic or not, yeah. and the source was doing the five mics and About all that? Four hours now. And I, but but that's that's life, and that that's where we at. Like, it's... 24 hours of just shit you know what i'm saying yeah like excuse me so it's just it we ain't got five months to sit with damn you know what i'm saying i just ain't got like i don't have that much time i'm trying to get fucking you know rolexes and gucci bags and yeah. all this goofy get, shit that yeah. i see on instagram like and, and possibly a bed frame you never know and possibly <laughs> a bed frame you know what I mean? like it's it's crazy so it's like yeah we just don't have time to sit with it i will say this year Everybody who is of significance, for the most part, put an album out. Except Kendrick. 
Kendrick well damn was raided at the end of last year right it was no it was early last year that yeah, you're right was, that shit was in the, like May yeah. it was April May yeah. of last year but he put out uh, Black Panther soundtrack. Black Panther soundtrack. this is how long 2018 was Black Panther was this year right that shit feel like it came out four years right. ago but you figure J and B dropped Drake dropped Push Yay, Nas dropped Travis Tiana dropped at, like Future dropped, Twenty One Savage dropped, Cole dropped, Lil Baby Moneybag put out like four albums. Lil Baby got nineteen <laughs> albums out right now. Like NBA YoungBoy put out five studio albums. Gates dropped, like everybody dropped the yeah. project this year. So I just don't think there's there's a hold, and that's why I think I respect Drake. Like it to have a hold on people in 2018. It's just not happening. There's yeah. just nothing. For as good as even, like, the Carter Five was. It was, like, it came, it was, like, heavy for, like, a month. And then... Yeah. And that's a long amount of time. A month and is a long amount of time. It's crazy long. Like, Daytona was, like, in the, the, the running for, like, top 20, 30 for maybe, like, a day and a half. Yeah. Like, the third week that shit was out, it wasn't even in the top 100. The fact that Ye stayed in the top 20 for like a good eight weeks was was dope. Well, that's because Kanye knows how to manipulate media. Well, yeah. And he knows, yeah, he knows how to dominate. Like at the same time, I do have the illest sneak yeah, on exactly, the planet. Exactly. So it's like, like, you know. Yeah, y'all hate this album, but y'all going to buy these sneaks. So yeah. somehow, some way, you're going to end up listening to the album at some point. Well. Lost the cap to the Coke Zero. I be driving the bus and the cap roll off, go down. There, I be like, shit. <laughs> I ain't got no motherfucking top. But how was your week, man? Uh, this week actually wasn't bad. We had Jeezy at the club on Friday. That was cool. Uh, you know, Jeezy in Philly is just I, like I a wanted staple. to ask you about that. The um, can I sit up there when I come? Yeah, like 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 where the celebrities sit. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Because the the artist that's coming on the eleventh, Mir Fontaine, he's actually from uh, from Camden, New Jersey. He signed the three hundred. We had him on the show. We had him on the show. Yeah, you know Mir. Um, I'm Mir- gonna wear my bracelet. <laughs> I still got that. Jump. Yeah, Mir- Mir's gonna be there on January eleventh, which is Matt's uh, de facto birthday party. Okay, cool. We're, we're DJ Khaled in the situation. Yeah. Apparently, uh, we gonna make up a birthday. Uh, Sean was at the club Friday. Cotton. I don't know what his last name is. What the fuck is Sean's last? Shiz. Shiz. Yeah. Talking about uh, say cheese? No, Barney's shiz. Oh, oh, Fifth Ave. Yeah. Okay, he Sean a- doesn't have a last name. <laughs> yeah, he's like fucking shiz Madonna. From Bar- shiz from Barney's. Yeah, he was there with Watch Jazzy or whatever. And uh, he's he runs around with her. Yeah, he was there with her on Friday, and I got them in, and then I looked up, and they was in a section with Jeezy. And I'm like, fuck, did y'all get up here? Well, I mean, she's she's, a she's nice somebody. Lady. He did trust me. He didn't get up. Jeezy was like, "Oh, Sean, come on, no." You know? It's like, "Oh shit, you sold me my red bottoms. Yeah. Come up here." I remember that time. Come up here, let's discuss it. Yeah, that wasn't it. No, but, but um, um, yeah, it was. I mean, it was a cool, cool little situation. But yes, uh, Matt will be in balcony one uh, when he comes. Now, with with no pictures, please. With, when the celebrities come, why do they be looking like like? Are they not allowed to like mingle or? The only one that mingled was, was NBA Young. Was NBA Young, and we saw how that went the other day. And uh, bold prediction number thirty-seven that yeah. I was right on this year. He's just a troublemaker. He's just a dickhead. Immediately after, this, <laughs> immediately, <laughs> immediately, <laughs> immediately after this week, he seen him in the crowd swinging a fucking hundred and fifty thousand dollar chain. Somebody reached for the chain and he socked him out. And then, I don't understand why he took the chain and off. then took the chain off and held it up like a fucking trophy, <laughs> like celebrating his win and at the socking out of fan. It's like when he started unbuckling it, you saw the crowd start like just. 
going bananas like he was about to throw it or something. Because that's what I'm talking about. He's about to throw this shit in the crowd. And then somebody reached for it and it just bockles. Like, it's just, I I, I didn't understand He's it at the all. craziest nigga yeah, He's retarded. But yeah, the celebrities, when they be in there, they, they just, I don't know. They just be like, they don't, like, I was expecting Jeezy to have a lot of energy. He was flat as fuck. He was just. And the thing is about him being so flat. Y'all called us. Like, we didn't solicit this booking. Y'all called us. My man Ace is Jeezy's DJ. Shout out to Ace from the other guys. He's Jeezy's DJ. Y'all called us. So it's just like, bruh, y'all called us. You come here. You flat as shit. Like, it, it just was weird. And it's just like, you just kind of like a fish in a fishbowl. But he stayed mad long. So mm-hmm. it was obvious that he didn't have nothing better to do than come to the club. You know what I'm saying? Because he stayed for like two hours, which is like double the amount of time yeah. he was contracted for. He was in there for a, a long motherfucking time, though. Mm. But yeah, definitely. Like, with the exception of like, young boy, money man was in the, it was in the crowd. Uh, was in was actually in the fucking crowd. Trey Songs. Did I ever tell you my Trey Songs story? No. All right, so Trey Songs comes to Vanity Grand last year. Uh was it 17 or 16? It was it was it was like May of one of these years or whatever. Right. It was uh my man T dot birthday party or whatever at Vanity. So Trey Songs is there. He's there entirely too long. Right. Like he showed up at midnight and stayed until we closed. Okay. Trey Song was the last person to walk out of the building. So Trey Songs is there. He's bombed out of his fucking mind. Like he's drinking henny all night long. Bombed out of his mind. So he's in the actual sections where customers buy sections at. He's not in the balcony. Okay. So he's over there and he's like inviting girls over to come over to where he's at. And then, like, 32 minutes later, you'll see him cursing him the fuck out. You nut-ass bitch, get the fuck from over here. Fuck you think this is. And I'm just like, you asked him to come over here. What's the problem? So he's this happened all night. Right. So it's like eight different groups of girls. Hey, what's going on, sweetheart? Come on over here. Come meet Trey Songs. And then he cursing him the fuck out 32 minutes later. <laughs> so this shit went on all night. So I'm just like, yo, this is, this is going to end poorly. Sure enough, when he's walking out. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. He cursing some girl out and somebody else is recording it. So he decides, I'm going to smack the shit out of this bitch. So he goes and he's like walking and he's acting like he's doing like the 52 fake out. And then you just see him lean over toward the girl and smack the shit out of her and smack the phone out of her hand. The girl sued him. The girl sued us. Uh, She sued the security company. She sued fucking everybody. Luckily, Vanity Grand got removed from the shit, but now the girl recently filed another lawsuit because I guess she got a new attorney, filed another lawsuit saying basically 
Y'all brought him here knowing his reputation and his propensity for violence. So y'all endangered me. Trey Songs has a propensity for That's violence? That's the same thing I said. So because of that, now I'm suing y'all. Mm. Fucking Rock from uh, Rock from fucking TMZ actually called my work phone asking questions about this shit because oh, uh. it went back national. This was a couple months ago. Okay. She called me like, yeah, I'm calling, following up about the Trey Songs. And so I'm like, Trey Songs incident? Like, we haven't had Trey Songs here in a year and a half. She's like, oh, yeah, no, it's about that incident, blah, blah, blah. You think I can speak to the owner? Absolutely fucking not. Uh, so she running the whole shit down. I'm like, gotta call you back it's like once tmz start calling you about shit he, mm. so i talked to uh to my to my guy that owned the club and he's like yeah i don't want to talk to her yeah. he's like we we were removed from that shit and then sure enough two weeks later we get the new lawsuit like hey yeah his, history of violence and blah 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 but yeah he, that's a crazy motherfucker yeah that's what i need is a lawsuit yeah i need me a suit yeah, I got two suits pending. I need my money, man. Uh, I need, he, I need, uh, I need somebody to steal off on me with some paper. <laughs> I gotta antagonize somebody. You gotta antagonize like Red Man or somebody. <laughs> well, I, Red Man ain't got what, I, what I'm looking <laughs> for. Ain't, ain't got what I'm looking <laughs> yeah, for. I need somebody to at least pass a bean. Like, yeah, look, the lawsuit for forty million. We settle right now for eight hundred fifty grand. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like nothing crazy, you know what I'm saying? Just enough for a house and a Porsche, and we all the way. Listen, good. I tell people, I've been telling people this every year for the last four years. I said, listen, if I catch 300 racks in one shot, y'all are never going to see me again. Enjoy me while I'm here. Once I catch this 300 racks, I'm gone. I'm going to be in mm. motherfucking Greece somewhere on a fucking island until my money run out, and then after that, I'm just going to become mm. like a pauper out there and just beg my way through life. <laughs> I was at the fucking Wawa the other night, the Terradome Wawa up on a uh, 309. Okay. So yeah. I met this fucking Wawa or whatever, and just as usual, the, it's too cold outside for the bums, so you know what they yeah. do? I'm going to go in the lobby. I'm going to set up shop in the motherfucking lobby mm-hmm. and start begging in the lobby. So dudes in the lobby or whatever, I ignore them when I'm going in because I'm like, I got a, I got a mission. I'm trying to get what I'm <laughs> trying to fucking get. I got a good Wawa lobby story. <laughs> like, We're good. I'm trying to get what the fuck I'm trying to get and go out. So... I go, this is on Wednesday. So I go in, I, I'm in there like mad long. I fucking figure out what I'm getting, whatever. I come out. I had like three loose dollars. I said, yo, I gave the, the, the homeless guy earlier at Redden Terminal, gave him three bucks. Today's your lucky day, random homeless bull. Here's three bucks for you. So the person that I'm with is like, yo, he be on my block with my neighbor. And I'm just like, excuse me? Like, yeah, no, he be's on my block with my neighbor. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, no, like. My next door neighbor. So we leave, go, come around, whatever, get back to her house. We sitting in front of the crib. Who come walking down the street? Yeah. This nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Briskly as shit. Like, I, I, like, oh, man, I hit a lick, $3. <laughs> he was walking fast <laughs> as fuck because he got there literally six minutes after I pulled up. And I'm in a car. He's on foot. He ain't got no bike. Ain't no nothing, right? So he come walking yeah. up. She lit a second house from the corner. He walks up to the house on the corner, knock on the door, and go in. And I'm just like, this nigga just bought crack with my money. Yeah, probably. <laughs> this nigga yeah. just about to go get high with his friend. So you about to go split a motherfucking Dom Rock with your homeboy yeah. that lives in this nice neighborhood uptown. I walked into the Wawa lobby at um uh Rich. Rich Richmond and Allegheny. Oh, Lord. That's another one that we always forget about. <laughs> oh, that joint goes down. I was doing a late on the 60, and I walked into the lobby. I had my AirPods in. And a lot of times, I won't even have the music on. I'll just have them in. Yeah. And I walked in, 
And the dude was he was in the lobby. He was like, "Hey, yo, my man, you got uh, you got a couple dollars for me?" And I just like went to the next door because I got my my joints and like yeah. I didn't hear him. You know what I'm saying? And as I opened the second door, he was like, "I know this pussy, Herbie." <laughs> <laughs> and, and just hearing that, I turned around. I was like, "What, fam?" He's like, "I knew you wouldn't fucking listen to nothing." <laughs> He's like, "Come on, man, what you look out for your brother?" I'm like, "Get the fuck!" Out. I was pissed. <laughs> but he definitely caught me off guard with this. I know this pussy. <laughs> I turned right around, like, "What, dog?" He's like, "I know you wouldn't fucking listen to nothing." Like, come on, man, look out for your brother. I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here." The begging shit. And the robbing shit is at an all-time high right now mm-hmm. in Philly. Somebody that I, I think that I know, I'm pretty sure I know who this person was, got shot last night at the presidential, getting out of a fucking Uber. Somebody hey, was waiting on his what's ass. What's the presidential? City Line Avenue. Oh, the apartment. apartment. Oh, shit. He got out of an Uber. Motherfucker come right up on him with a gun. So I'm guessing they followed his Uber from wherever the fuck he was. Pull up on him with a gun, shoot him in the hip, take his watch. I'm very sure who this person was because out of the four or five people that I think it was, the other four was all on social media today, and this one wasn't. But the shit was on uh, on no gun zone, and I'm just like, yeah, man, like y'all gotta stay out of them scumbag apartments, man. Like I just talked about that shit yeah. a couple weeks ago on the show. Bold prediction seventy eight. <clears throat> that shit is full of fucking trappers. It's like four upstanding citizens in that journal. It's like a couple Eagles players and a, a couple multimillionaire entrepreneurs. Everybody else in that building is on bullshit. If you live in the presidential and you got some positive shit going on, move. Mm-hmm. Dog, I, yesterday uh, it, the male lady was arguing with another lady in, like right out front of my, my spot. Boy who lives two doors down from me, he came out. Black boy, I ain't never really seen him or whatever, but he came out and we both were like watching the, like, the little argument ensue or whatever you know what i mean because i was getting ready to go to work i turned around and locked the door i was locking he was like this shit crazy right i'm like yeah man my fuckers drawling and he was like yeah man chief chief gonna be pissed about this and i'm just like i gotta get i'm like when i come home i'm taking that renewal for the lease (laughs) ripping it up (laughs) yeah the the problem is when you start living places where everybody know you and you don't know nobody it's time i never seen this motherfucker in my life he was like yeah chief ain't gonna like this one i'm like yeah chief gonna call me this me in a little bit, I hope. I got to get the fuck out. Time to go. Yeah, I can't have this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it just, yeah, that shit, it caught, you made me think about it. That shit caught me so off guard when he said, I'm just, it was almost like, you ever watch them movies where the the motherfucker say something and the the assassin boy will rip, like they know who you they are hit the whole flashback yeah <laughs> it made me think all my chief posts online and I'm just like this nigga lurking in the shadows yeah. And then it like rushes back to the <laughs> yeah. present time, and it's just like I gotta move. Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I don't know. Other than that, um, I don't know. Cool. The week was good. I got cracked on twice by two uh, older white women in the gym. Oh shit, that was lit. You know what I'm saying? Like you told me, I look slim today. The chick girl, she was like, "You're you're very handsome." I'm just like, cool. You know what I'm Might saying? Go ahead and live your best life, man. Yeah. Get you a motherfucking Porsche. You know what I'm saying? Get you the car that you deserve. I, I tell you all the time, though. I'm got 911 Targa. That's where it's at. <laughs> get, you, get you the motherfucking car you deserve. You I know get what my mean? Porsche. I'm buying a couple Ascots. I'm going to be <laughs> Wait, out. Here. Later for you, nigga. Yeah, later for y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, my man earlier, he was talking about um, the uh, violence that is like crap. Like, and, and I'm. Three people got killed the other day on like 21st Street. Then three more people got killed somewhere else. And I'm just like. Yo, it's the Christmas weekend. Right. Like, y'all not taking off for, for Christmas weekend? Yes. 
Like we gotta finish the year strong. Finish strong. <laughs> yeah, it's too much shit going on. Somebody was supposed to uh somebody that we know was supposed to invest in the Jeezy event, supposed to come on, invest some money and promote the event, whatever like that. Kind of find out this nigga didn't had seven OK Corral style shootouts in the last two weeks. Like mm. somebody shot one of his cribs up, then somebody shot a car up with like somebody baby mom in it. Like mm. just like this whole shit. I'm just like, keep him away from the club because yeah. like, we don't need that type of negativity down here, up the street and down the street from the club. Yeah, at the actual club, nah. Because it seems like whoever you fucking around with, them niggas not playing. Yeah, so you can go ahead and stay where you at, bro. No the violence shit is just it. Nine times out of ten, it don't even be over nothing crazy. Yeah, I was just listening mm-hmm. to uh, David Banner on Drink Tamp Champs all day. Like it's like two and a half hour fucking interview, and on there, uh, Nori was saying how when he was signed to Penalty Records, the first go round when he was like super hot, Nori or whatever, he met this guy named Michael Opus who was like a power broker, and he had brokered the <clears throat> deal for Disney to sell Samsung. To somebody else and then he brokered the same deal for Disney to bring Samsung back or whatever like that and he said it was like a 360 who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage egg and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off ba da ba 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 million dollar L that they took with between the two transactions or whatever and he's like oh yeah I'm going skiing with the people this weekend and he's like that same weekend after talking to him on fucking Friday I go home to left frack on Saturday and somebody got murdered over seven dollars and he's like I don't need to be talking to these. He's like, that's when the light bulb went off. Like, yo, I don't need to be talking to these people. Like, mm-hmm. I'm the exception to the rule, and I'm going to get caught up in the bullshit that's going on over here. I just talked to somebody who did a deal for three who 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 did a deal, and somebody lost three hundred sixty million dollars. Nobody died. Nobody fought. Nobody even raised their fucking voice. No. It was what it was. But then I come here, and somebody died over a crack deal over seven dollars. He's like, not seventeen dollars, not seventeen thousand dollars, not a hundred seventy thousand dollars. $7 somebody lost their fucking life and he's like it just lets you know that the disparity of like the quality of life depending on where you go and the company that you keep and um it's, it's just alarming like the the level of bullshit that people just get into and stay into mm-hmm. on a consistent basis over usually nothing rumors social media shit uh you were subbing me uh, you fuck, you fuck my bitch like Mark Zuckerberg started 2018 with 64 billion dollars. He's ending 2018 with 42. Man's lost 22 billion dollars. 22 billion, not million, billion. Not 2.2 billion. Yeah. 22 billion he lost this year. Life goes on. Fuck around and then they're building something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where you turn around and you see y'all out here filming. The, the, the crazy part is that all the violence gets filmed now. You all know? of it. Motherfuckers out here attacking each other. I saw a, a video the other day where it was some chicks fighting. Real disgusting video. The girl drove a truck up on the curb and straight ran the other chick over. Then a motherfucker started shooting at the girl in the car. And that was when the video cut off. And I'm just like, 
That's the most insane shit I've seen in, in a couple wow. weeks. They were fighting, bunch of girls yeah. fighting. The girl, Ford Explorer, board that shit up on the curb. Uh, boom! Ran the ch- and drove her into a wall. And the people were screaming, like, oh my fucking God! Boom, 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 boom. And that was when the video dropped. Everybody like took off running. I'm just like, what the fuck could have possibly had happened to have these women? Black queens, though. Outside. First off, outside fighting. Second, outside fighting like raging animals. Yeah. Third, have one literally murder another one with a with a truck. Yeah. And then her get shot. Somebody now shooting. And it's just like. Yo, I say it. I don't know if you say it with me. I know I say it. Our culture is designed now to come outside and just be on complete nut shit. Yeah, mayhem all day. Complete and utter bullshit. Yeah. We're not on anything else. We don't want anything else. We don't want to be a part of anything else. You want some positive shit? No. Because I'm trying to shoot shit up for nothing. Yeah. I'm trying to shoot shit up for nothing. Get caught. Tell on somebody else that shot some shit up. Hopefully, I get my time reduced. Come back out here and do the same shit again. And be a real nigga. <laughs> That's it. Like, it's crazy. That's it. it. It just... I see some of these situations and it just be... I don't know. I, I, I look at my mom and my dad sometimes. Like, they weren't like that. You know what I mean? Like, so it made me not like that. It made my... Like, we don't just be outside rumbling. Right. It's got to be like like... Something crazy had to have happened. You had to do something right in front of me right. that was drawling like shit right. to get me to that point. Because it's just, no. Motherfuckers are scheduling rumbles. And you know me, I'm a bigger dude. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. motherfucker, the average motherfucker just call it what it is and ain't me like I'm some, in, like I'm yeah. some crazy threat. Motherfuckers ain't trying to fight. Yeah, they talk themselves out of it. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like, motherfuckers <laughs> will go to violence. Like yeah, extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I sh- I, my homie will tell me i shoot you in the leg before I rumble you. Right. You my mans. <laughs> But I ain't rumbling you. That's why I just take your knee out. You know what I'm saying? Take like, your knee out. So it's just, yeah, like, I'm not trying to be in a situation outside going to the fucking death over whatever you at me in. Yeah. You know? And that that's why I say all the time, like, people think I be joking. My, uh, my paranoia of people knowing who I am and... Cause I don't know when it's going. Cause I've 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 said so much and done yeah. so much. I don't know when this post from three years ago <laughs> is going to get me into some you. shit. <laughs> what the fuck do you mean when you said that? I don't know. The shit was funny. I have no clue. Girl got on a bus the other day, and um, she got on. She looked at me like for a quick second, like she knew who I was, whatever. And I just you know I left it alone. And she was like, "Do you do you go to Wissahickon?" And I'm just like, "Yeah, you know, whatever." She went and sat down. So we get to Wissahick and she stayed on the bus. Now I'm like, ah, shit. <laughs> it might be over. It might be a hit, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got downtown. I pull up at 15th and Market. Open both the doors. People get off. She was all the way in the back of the bus. So she come down the little steps and she starts walking towards the front. I'm like, why well, she ain't get off at the back? <laughs> like, and she came up and she she like leaned over the drone like, I just want to say I love the podcast. And I was like, okay, cool. Thank you. She didn't make it weird. She did you know, she right. did. Because Matt make me sick. <laughs> this ain't it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This ain't it. <laughs> Them Jones fucked me up because I don't know what type yeah, angle. You don't know we, what's next? I don't know what's about to Like Ricky Bobby. <laughs> yeah, I straight be on that, John. Like, I don't know. But she just like, yeah, I love the podcast. And she jumped up. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I was like, thank you. I live to see another day. Because <laughs> it's a lot. And like yeah. 
Because people really be out here running up on people over a tweet. Oh, for sure. Over a, a Instagram. You know, we got a question from a, a fan from the show. I want to go into that real quick. The question was, do you think Instagram, Instagram in particular, not all, she said social media, but Instagram in particular, okay. has made people lose their minds? Absolutely. And I, one hundred, because she was saying how she got away from Instagram and realized why am I buying this? Why am I going here? Because huh. she was like, I started worrying about focusing on paying down bills, paying down debt, putting money to the side, paying up her son's tuition, this and the third. But she was like, you get on Instagram and all these bitches got Chanel bags in every color. Yeah. And you like, oh, my God, I got to, you know, the, yeah. or, or, oh, these people are going to here or these people are going to this vacation. or These people, this person bought this car or this. And I'm like, she's like, I get on it. I'm not. She's like, I'm not worried about a tummy tuck until I get on Instagram. Right. Then I, after scrolling the explore page a couple times, you like, shit, let me find a surgeon real quick. And, and, and I'm like, yeah, nah. Instagram in particular has made and, niggas lose. And the thing with Instagram is with them changing the logarithm and how you see and view things or whatever like that, once you start continually looking at or liking something. Then they just start That's just what it, it is. in your face. So it's literally Yo, all the My explore see. page is so many bad white bitches with <laughs> tattoos. It is crazy. My man the other day, he I was on my explore page and just scrolling. And I didn't even realize he was standing behind me at work. And it was like, you know, I, we already know I like the BBWs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he was like, what's up with all the fat bitches? I'm like, man, where you get the fuck from behind me? <laughs> I need a prophecy screen I mean, around this motherfucker. I need a, a, one of them uh, science boards from back in the day. The little three-side jump. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? But it's like, yeah, that's that's what you you explore page. My yeah. explore page is big white bitches, tattoos, uh, guns, cars, and watches. My that's shit is, it. My shit is cars, jewelry, and rappers. That's it. And Instagram honeys. Yeah, that's that's, that's all me. it is. That's my whole explore page. Like that's it. As soon as I go on there, it'd be like. In case you miss, like, yeah, like yeah. Instagram don't even have it. In case yo. you miss it, but it's like, yo, look at all of these watches that you can't afford right now. But we are gonna put them in your face, and hopefully you stretch yourself out to the point where you. I got you, on there. I got on, on there the other day. That shit was like suggested suggested <laughs> follower, and the page was a uh, inked white hose because because <laughs> I, I follow like tattoo pages. I was like, eh, I give it a little follow. See what's going on. Going on with Open this. Pandora's box. Yeah, yeah, and, and, but it's like, yeah, it really do take in what the fuck you looking at. Yes. And it show you that, you know what I mean? And it's nuts, but it's but like. people got to realize is that Facebook in particular, Facebook, Google, and Amazon literally have the best social engineers mm -hmm. in the, on the planet on Earth. working for them. Mm -hmm. And they know how to pinpoint all of your fucking movement on social media, all of your actions, everything that you like, all of your purchasing habits, all of the fucking brands that you like, and literally shove the shit in your yeah. face and force you to either interact with it or purchase the shit. Uh -huh. And if you literally just remove yourself from this community, you don't even got to deal with depression no more because it's not in your face all the time. It's not accidental. It's just insane that, the, like I said, there's that, like the fact that we even call it pressure is yeah. insane. Yes. Because here's the thing, right? If you see enough young black chicks driving Maseratis, you would think that everybody got one. Right. When in reality, it's such a small percentage, of the but Maserati. you're just seeing it on a, on a national or a regional basis. So it's pushing all these different pages mm -hmm. into your face to where you think, like, God damn, I'm the only one without a Benz or a Maserati. I'm <laughs> losing. Like you. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. 
So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Trick yourself into believing right. that, like, or participating in some imaginary rat race that doesn't exist when behind the curtain it's a fat nigga paying for everything, and that's the whole yeah. reason why shit looked the way it looked, mm-hmm. or it's a drug dealer behind the scenes paying for everything, and it's like. Yeah, of course she can afford to maintain this lifestyle on a $14 an hour job. Her nigga's a fucking street millionaire. Yeah. When that nigga go to jail or get murdered or whatever the fuck the case may be, all that shit is going to dissipate. It's yeah. a facade. All of the cars, like, it's a it's a car scam going on that motherfuckers don't even know about. It's motherfuckers that's got business, got shell corporations with, with fake business lines of credit on them going and getting motherfuckers three, four, five, ten cars. Mm-hmm. Like, and a motherfucker be like, all right, give me 10,000. Oh, you want the new uh, S63? All right, cool. It's sign and drive for them. Give me 10,000, pay the note every month, and then it's your fucking car. Right. But people was really thinking like, oh, this motherfucker must got immaculate. No. They done hustled up 10 grand or however they scammed it, whatever they yeah. did. Went and found the motherfucker who the plug, who got the fucking business line of credit. He going to go get them whatever fucking car they want. And now every fucking six months, they going to jump in and out of cars because in reality, the car getting repoed because after three months, you don't got to pay the note no more. Now it's directly with you in the bank. So it's not tied to the address where you right. live. So it's like they catch you when they catch you. Right. So it's all types of different scams and yeah. schemes going on. And that's not no Philly shit. That's, that's everywhere. That's, yeah, that's fucking uh, American. American greed yeah that's american like, yeah. greed period like my man told me a year ago he said yo he said if I, he's, I got these cases pending i beat these cases i'm fucking getting a bentley truck i gotta get a nigga fifteen thousand. then it's 2500 a month to get a bentley truck and it's like how because he got the fuck he the plug he got the fucking business line of credit he gonna go sign and drive for that john it's 240 you gotta put xyz down he gonna put that 15 in his pocket for doing the transaction he's not even giving them that money yeah. and then the note just is what it is yeah. And you got 10,000 miles a year, nigga. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hurt nobody. Don't hurt nobody. The leg cross, y'all couldn't see. What's happening? Enjoy yourself. Don't you hurt nobody. Saying? So it's what like you? people people have bitten so much of the apple off that they off the Instagram tree. Yeah, off the, that they believe that this shit is real. I say it all the time. Instagram is not. the highlight reel. Like when they show LeBron dunking on Nurkic and be like, yeah, LeBron had 38 on 14 for 22 shooting. LeBron didn't dunk on Nurkic 14 times. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what they didn't they don't show you the 15 at the strike right. or the shit the the corny ass layup. It's, it's that's what it is. It's the highlight reel. And when she said it, it made me, like, at times, like, I, I leave Instagram just because I, I get sick of seeing the same yeah. shit. I, I said that the other day on Twitter. For the last seven years, I've interacted with the same people. And I'm just at the point now where it's just, I want to see new people. You can't grow that way. If you, I, I, if you wait, constantly are talking to the same people about the same shit, being off the same dumb ass shit every day. The same nonsensical That's content. my my joint with Instagram and yeah. Twitter is that... I'm. I get it. I like seeing the fly shit. It don't bother because yeah. I understand everybody's different. Some people have a uh, a skewed view of things. Like Correct. their their vantage point. Like me, I see Maseratis and Lambo trucks, and it's just oh that John fly. Right. You know. Hopefully one day I get one. Other motherfuckers see that and be like, oh my god, I like the like, fuck. I, if I don't get a Lambo truck to, today, is a failure. Yeah, they're consumed with it. Me, I'm like the opposite. I just hate hearing y'all dumbass stories and seeing your kids and shit every goddamn like. I didn't follow your daughter. Why do I know where your daughter go to school? Why do I know your daughter friends? It's just that's the shit that gets annoying with me. So, yeah, I, 
Instagram has fucked everything up. Twitter, oh, Twitter, and Facebook was was. Yeah, it was the spark. Yeah, Instagram, Instagram put it in your face. Instagram has ruined people. Yeah. Like it has literally driven people Listen, crazy. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the absolute truth, right? Summer 2017, I got caught up in the Instagram bullshit. I was going fucking I spent like $25,000 on clothes last summer. And and I was getting phone calls from niggas talking about, "Yo, you motivating the streets and all this bullshit." And I'm just like, "What the fuck am I doing?" And then I got to the probably to around this took place from like July to November. Like I bought a fucking traded my old Roly in, got a new Roly, fucking all the Gucci shit, Louis, this, that, and there. Everything that was hot, that was mm-hmm. moving, I was I was fucking on it. And then I was taking trips. I was Miami, Atlanta, LA. I was all over the fucking place. And then I looked up and I realized after spending fucking forty thousand dollars in seven months, and I was like, nobody cares. Like, and once you crack that code and realize that, yeah, you're gonna do all this shit. Your likes gonna go up. You gonna probably fuck some more hoes, whatever. Mm-hmm. Some niggas gonna be complimenting you. Some people gonna be hating on you, saying you a credit card scammer, or whatever the fuck it is. Minding your fucking business, whatever the case may be. <laughs> At the end of the day, nobody gives a fuck. I, true story. Somebody asked me, "Do are you on some uh, credit card shit?" <laughs> and I was like, "I hope. I wish. <laughs> like, you don't <laughs> I don't think I would pass the plug." I, I, I was like, "I wish. I'm like, I could chance in my house every fucking day. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I wish this nigga was on some shit." I'm like, "No, that nigga like runs the biggest club in the city." I'm like, "What the fuck?" But I was like, "Yeah." Somebody asked Shrey was like, "What do he? What do he do? Like, he be on some credit shit?" And I'm like, "He ain't tell me that shit if he is, because I like, and I know everything." So it's right. like I would I, pass the plug. You I, know what I'm saying? That would be kind of dope. But I'm like, yeah, nah, it's just motherfuckers is like that. You know, like people just my, nosy and want mind people's business. Motherfuckers at one point was asking the same shit about like what the fuck do he do? And it's just like, oh not like and that's why like uh Lee was on the tip, like, yo, when you go play poker, like stop posting all them chips. Stop doing like just because yeah. motherfuckers are retarded. And she was like, I know you, you think you the toughest motherfucker on earth, and you know, you got a gun. All, all that shit is cool. But like your man the other night. You getting out the Uber. Damn it. Yeah. You know, motherfuckers is piss poor and they don't give like y'all be out here robbing niggas for fake watches. That oh, is the man. wildest. Talk, talk about it. We, 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 cause the other night that came back up on the timeline. Uh, Nas and them, they all popped back up on the timeline the other night and it's fucking mayhem. But it's like they popped back up with that watch shit and I'm just like, that was a, like, y'all really. If you're a robber, right? Robbery is, is, it's essentially your work. Yeah, it's a, it's it's, a, it's your, a skill. Like you're going to work. Yeah. It's your it's your uh it's your employment. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like me. I drive to this to the depot. I get a bus. I do a pre trip. You know, I, I pack my lunch bag. A lot of shit has to happen for me to go. So if I do all of this and like get out there and don't pick up no customers and it ain't nobody getting on them it's just like why the fuck am i out here so essentially when y'all are robbing niggas for fake chains and fake yeah. rolexes and you know all this old extra shit it's just you kind of got to feel at the end of the day a little like i'm a dickhead i'm a dickhead because like i done exerted this energy committed this crime yeah and a couple years ago right around the same time that that shit happened with with main man Somebody got robbed for three Rolexes, three gold Rolexes. I remember this one. And they was all fake. Yeah. Three gold Prezzies, all different color faces. They was all fake. I'm like, well, the fact that he had three of the same watches with different faces didn't tip you off. Yeah. That, like, this ain't that and that ain't this. And, like, maybe you got the wrong fucking intel. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, your viability as a robber is only as good as the type of homework that you're able to do. Right. So it's just like, I know niggas that have gotten rich off of robbing. I know niggas that went and robbed the same motherfucker 
50 times because this old head had fucking uh, 500 and something pounds of fucking weed in his garage and they found out where the crib was and went back and took as much as they could carry 50 different times. On the 51st time, they got locked the fuck up mm-hmm. because they went back to the well one too many motherfucking mm-hmm. times and they didn't leave well enough alone. But it's like, you know, up until that point, oh man, we eating this Christmas yeah. in the fucking hood because we got some shit for free. Like, yeah. like what they say, I got 50% of Duce and it's debt free. Yeah. I got 50% of these pounds. It's debt free. We didn't pay nothing for right. it. We won. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that shit is really a come up. But it's like, yo, as a robber, if you an idiot, just in life, period. Mm-hmm. You're going to be an idiot robber, and my, too. And that's another thing I was, I was trying to explain to him. I'm like, people don't understand this. People be like, oh, I'm going to sell drugs. Like, you ever hear motherfuckers, like, you'll post that shit on Instagram. Again, we hate Instagram. That's the <laughs> theme of this. Um, I'm, I'm two days away from quitting my job and selling crack. You ever see that shit? Yeah. Or I'm going to sell. And it'd be like. You, you you a low level receptionist at your job, so it's like you're not you about to be you, Pablo. You can't climb the corporate ladder. Yeah, yeah. You, you <laughs> like you're not here. about to come out here yeah, and just be chapo. Yeah. That's not about to make no sense. I don't think people understand that you know when it comes to certain hustles, certain shit comes with it. Like the cocaine game, the heroin game, the dope game, all of that shit. That shit comes with murder. At some point in time, you're going to have to be prepared to murder somebody or, or put an murder. order on somebody. To protect yourself and your business because that's the way that shit works. Mm-hmm. Because people because it's so much money, people don't just roll over and give that shit up. Motherfuckers is willing to die for their corner. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers is willing to die for their plug because it's too much money involved. You're talking about one, a brick of cocaine right now is probably like thirty nine, forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars So with that being said, if you got two of them, that's 80 bands. A motherfucker is willing to die over that or kill you over that. So in that game, it's kill or be killed. If you can't get out of the mail room at your job, I'm positive you're not built for the fucking cocaine. We was watching... Uh... If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. I think it was CNN, whatever it was. Dude went to Home Depot, right? And he was he was remodeling a house, like you know, you remodel yeah. a crib, whatever. And he went in and he wanted a kitchen, like the cabinets, like a full on cabinet yeah. set for from Home Depot. The only one they had was the floor model display. So he was like, they gave it to him at a discounted rate. He was like, all right, bet I'll take it, whatever, whatever. So they delivered, they took it off the floor and delivered it to him. When the shit showed up. 10 kilos of coke and 22 pounds of weed were taped up in the joint. And he, like, turned it in. And my motherfuckers at my job, like, oh, this nigga crazy. What? I'd have hit the streets like, yo, I got a brick for 20. I was like, you'd be dead by 3 o'clock. Yeah, you you don't think that everybody that's in that world doesn't <laughs> interact with one another? Remember uh, uh, Lean On Me with Kid Ray? <laughs> You'll be dead in a year. <laughs> you you dead meat. I'm like, you just can't show up in the streets. Well, like, oh, you, you know I got a bird and I'm selling it for 20. When they going for 40? Somebody's going to call you and be like, yo, let me get all of them Jones. Oh, I need all of them. Yeah. And when they show up, they're going to slice you in half yeah, with, gonna a, be like, with, a, with a ninja knife. They're they going to be like, yo, meet me at some obscure back corner. Yeah. You're too stupid to yeah. realize that you don't need to be going there. Like, if you want, They're going to call you like, meet me on American and anything. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you dead when you show up. fucking doom. Yeah. I don't care who you yeah. bring with you, it's over. Like, listen. Meet me behind Gotham. Nigga, if, it's over. If you selling somebody multiple fucking bricks of cocaine, you need to be at the most public place possible. You might as well meet them at the police district. Like, that's the safest place you can be. Anywhere else other than the police district or King of Prussia Mall, they're going to smoke your fucking ass. True story. I'll tell you the funniest shit ever. Me and my homies back in the day. Remember, we, we, just, we was about... 16, 17. Yeah. And the thing in my, my neighborhood was walking to Sev. Like, that was the thing, like, going to get Dutches and whatever. Like, oh, we walking to Sev. That was, everybody made their daily pilgrimage to 7-Eleven. You know what I mean? We walked up there. You seen, like, a couple of the old heads from around the way. They were in front of Falones. Then you seen a couple of them in front of Sev. Then you know the little joint over there, the uh, Caesar's Pizza now? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That used to be a um, Philly's Famous and Rita's. I remember that. They was, a couple of them was in front of Rita's. Then you saw a couple of them in front of Fox Cleaners. And, I, and we just, like... Like, we young, so we fucking with everybody. Like, yo, what's up, boy? And they, they, like, looking at us like, yo, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I started, because all the niggas I was around was, like, goofy. Me and Jules, we kind of, like, I'm like, something's something's afoot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> something's going on. And then we peeped the scene as we were walking up towards the bowling alley. Like, they, it was more motherfuckers up near there. That Like, where Top Taste is now. Yeah. Like, it was, and I'm just like... Something something was going on. I don't know where exactly it yeah. happened, but something because it's too many movers and shakers just all around this. And looking back on it, it's like, yeah, it was probably a nice little transaction that went on, but that's how that shit got to be. Yeah. It's motherfuckers everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. You can't just show up with them Jones in a bag <laughs> like, hey, look, I got the... <laughs> I got the hey, I got, them, I got that cocaine you asked for. You're going to get hit with a trophy. Yeah, Ding! for sure. <laughs> and it's a wrap. And, and the thing is, it's all part of the game. And yeah. it's like once you, you know, once you get out of bounds and you step into a game that you're unfamiliar with, that shit comes with the territory. It's going to be unfortunate, but really nobody's not going to feel sorry for you. Because a motherfucker like me going to say, fuck what you doing out here trying to sell coke anyway, and you work at motherfucking Home Depot. Mind your goddamn business. Mm-hmm. Stay out of that shit. So yeah, my, he did the absolute right thing. Let yeah, me go ahead and turn this in because he, he probably don't know if that shit belonged to the cartel or none of that shit. Let me go ahead and turn this in, and uh, it's the equivalent of my weekend. It's the equivalent of like getting drafted to the NBA. LeBron, Allen Iverson, Shaquille O'Neal, Jordan. Maybe the four people I can think of in recent decades. Who they showed up and it was theirs. This organization, this team, it's yeah. it's yours. It wasn't like it wasn't even like that for Jordan. Well, you know, it was for like for Jordan. It wasn't like that for Kobe. Fuck no. It, it wasn't even really like that for out. Tim Duncan. Yeah. It, it it just wasn't. Like it wasn't like that for Kevin Garnett. It just wasn't. Like, yo, this is yours. So it's like you gotta kind of gotta earn. Kobe had to come off the bench behind Eddie Jones. You gotta mm-hmm. earn your shit. So it's like you can't just come into the drug world with a bunch of them <laughs> in a bag. Like, hey, yo, I'm here. I, you know, here, I, so I, so I, do my get my do my eight and skate. Just, just yeah, yeah paper, like it, it don't like at my. You can't just show up at my depot and take an early straight <laughs> on the forty eight. Like it don't happen. You, you know, earn your motherfucking key. It, it's just what it is. And so I, but I, I don't know why we got in there. But I was thinking about it. We saw that shit on the news, and I motherfuckers like, what man? I'd be the man out here And I'm like Dead Your food Your food Your food (laughs) You're tripping Like You're not the man out here now You're bugging that you that just don't have them. That's gonna end so poorly. And like motherfuckers, like nah. I mean, you remember paid him for like Ace worked at the cleaners. Then he just got the plug. And I'm like, 
yeah, that's a that's a film. First off, you know what I'm saying? That's based on a true story. But at the end of it, so much heartache and fucking turmoil. So many people died. There were massacres. Like y'all, like they didn't show situation. that in the movie, but y'all don't realize that was a mass. Seven people died in that situation. Yeah. Like because the niggas who was really doing it was like, oh no, we 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 on him. Yeah. Like that's that's food. Yeah. And like you said, you gotta be ready to kill or be killed or be killed. That's just the and that's just the game. It's just the parameters of what it is. It's like if you fucking if you work at uh in a steel mill, you gotta be prepared that any given day you might lose a limb or a fucking eye. Yeah. The shit might go awry, and you mm-hmm. that's what you sign up for. It's in the job description. That's why they put that safety glass shit yeah. on the bus. We it's hope like, and pray that don't nothing happen to you. But, but one of these do. motherfuckers might spit on you, throw a Gatorade, something. Yeah. So we're going to put this shield. You got to understand, don't be talking to these people crazy. Yeah. If you know you're not ready to go left with them. Oh, hit my job. He beat a family up a couple years ago. He was... he. They fired. He's ready to go there. They fired him because he killed the lady. <laughs> but you know, like he was, he always was ready. And he 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 was nuts. Yeah, he was borderline nuts. Like, so yeah, you got to be ready for whatever field you get into. But yeah, like to to put a ribbon on it all. Like Instagram has really drove people into where they're selling hair and they not hair aficionados. Yeah. They're trying to be rappers and they don't know how to rap. They're motherfuckers are selling their drugs now on Instagram. Oh, for it's sure, fucking nuts. For sure. And nigga post a picture with 30 pounds like, you know, I sell these. Yeah. <laughs> Get the, with me. I'm the, the plug. They, they locked up the boy who killed the four people in Southwest last week. And Love was like, damn, how they catch him so fast? I'm like, he probably posted on Instagram. Yeah, just smoke four niggas. Caption. <laughs> hashtag whole lot of gang shit. <laughs> I'm like, motherfuckers is that weird. Like they got the police following him and don't even notice. They, they go on social media and that's how stupid niggas are. You think that you can get on a fake page and stalk your bitch and and that and that's and it's easy. It's yeah. easy. You think the police can't do the same thing yeah. and are employing the same tactics? You think that bad bitch that you never seen before isn't the police yeah. following your stupid ass trying to see what you do next? You fucking idiots. It's nuts, yo. It's insane. We live in a world full of schmucks. Instagram has fucked people over. Bad. And they doing it to themselves. So it's like um, do you do you take social media breaks? Well, you 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 take Twitter breaks. I don't. I don't like. I get on Instagram. I post little funny. Yeah, you're shit. not an Instagram person. I'm not an Insta- I, I, I I haven't posted no pictures in months. Like when I post pictures, it's like oh, I be posting pictures to take people temperature to be like oh, y'all still here? All right, bet cool. Yeah. Y'all know I'm not poor. Yeah, and I'm see, not it's like I go on Instagram. For me, it's just like it's a fun. I go, you know, I'm a funny nigga, so it's yeah. like I go in there just to be silly and shit. But even I realized it recently with the whole questions joint, like. If I post, yo, come on, let's uh, let's do some questions today. You know, my shit's kind of like popping or whatever. I get 75 questions. I can only answer 32 of them. <laughs> right. Because some, you, Chad, Chad can attest to this. I've, I've shown you some of the questions. <laughs> it just be so fucking ridiculous to where it's just like, you ask this just to be like. Yeah, it's to be an asshole. Just because you know I'm not about to answer this. On, on, you know, and it's just. I've realized it though Just in that People literally are Retarded Listen I did that question shit One day That shit went left On the second question I said I'm not doing this yeah. <laughs> Like I'm not doing this I, I'll cipher through the shit You know what I'm saying Like alright whatever I can answer this I can And even some of them I still be answering Be a little bit like eh, You know But right. some of them It just be like Sis What's <laughs> what's, what's your whole thing Sister girl <laughs> what, What's all this about You know what I mean But yeah, I don't, I, and the fucked up part is social media is just, it's going to keep going and, oh, going, sure. and going and going and going and going to where 
I said it the other day. The fact that somebody hadn't got smoked yet, like off of Philly Twitter, and I mean like in the mix Philly Twitter. Well, people got their uh, cars set on fire. I know all of that. Philly Instagram. I know that. (laughs) I'm talking about like just somebody flat out smoked. No, I heard that uh, allegedly some girl was uh, some some girl got murdered recently, and they was they blaming it on this one popular. I'll say who it is off air. Uh, They blaming it on her. You know what I'm saying? And it's basically like the reason why her and the other girl was fighting is like tied to that shit. It's like it's a whole thing. You know what I'm saying? And they giving her like a, yeah, she had something to do with that girl getting killed. Like that whole Bria Miles shit that popped off the other day. That shit can end like motherfuckers. Like I said it the other day on uh, my my story. I'm like, y'all are cyber bullies. Y'all are. Yes. Y'all just are. Unapologetically. Unapologetically. Like, I remember when cyberbullying was like, wait, a cyberbully? Oh, my God. Like, it was like, damn, like, and you would, now, I said it, I I, I guess cyberbullying is just not a thing anymore. Yes, it's part of the culture. It's no way. Y'all would got, y'all would be locked the fuck up all the time. It's. Shit is crazy, bro. Bria Miles looks good. Amazing. I ain't going that far. She looks good. I liked her when she was bigger. You know, you already right, know where right. I'm at. Know where we going with this? You know, <laughs> if you, whole, whole lot of gang, shit. whole lot of gang shit. But uh, it's like if if you watch uh, what's his name video, uh, brand new, brand new, brand new. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Rhyme Fest. Rhyme Fest. She was heavy in that. Yeah, like she was still a BBW. She looked amazing in that fucking <laughs> video. And then once she popped up with the the skinny shit going on, I just was like, eh, your time is over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Say for me no more. Yeah, this ain't really my thing, but she still looks nice. Yeah. But the whole shit that sparked the other day, do you want to talk about it? Yeah, please. All right. Uh, apparently, somebody went left and said that Bria Miles looks like a donkey. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah uh, <clears throat> Chief is a Chief, you know. Chief page me. Chief uh, sent the text out. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. How did she go right here? Chief, I'll talk to you. Hello? <laughs> bitch, why I got to go through all this? Like, Chief is pissed off. You see me calling you. Yeah. Bitch. And it's, it. Like I said it before. Y'all are cyber bullies. Yes. And then the whole Twitter flipped and Tariq Nasheed was tweeting about it. Power of social media. The power of social media. (laughs) My whole thing was this, right? My overarching point that I said about it was, is it still respect all black women or is it respect who we feel like respecting or who y'all think is cute? Because to call somebody ugly, which one, it, she's not ugly. And then number two, it was a unprompted attack. Like, Bria Miles didn't say, oh, y'all light-skinned bitches, X, Y, Z, y'all need to woo-woo-woo. Yeah. It wasn't nothing that came from it. Like, she didn't start it. It was just like an unprompted attack. It was like fucking Pearl Harbor. Right. You get what I'm saying? It's just like a, I'm bombing on this. This is yeah. what I'm doing today. You waking up to go get a bagel and shit yeah, is going m- left. Motherfucker hit you upside the yeah. head with a fucking, uh, with, a, with, with a missile. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. didn't see that coming. Yeah. So it's just one of them situations. So it's like, yo, is it still respect all black women or is it respect who we think is pretty and cute and this, this and that? Because once you start delving into the calling people ugly shit, that's an attack. Yeah. That's not, oh, that's my opinion, da da da. Because everybody's parents told them growing up, if you don't have nothing good to say, don't say nothing at yeah. all. So that's going past a, this is my opinion. So let's not, let's throw that out the window. Yeah. We're not going to try to file that under, oh, this is just how I feel. No, you're attacking that woman mm-hmm. in a public forum. Yeah. And once you tweet something on social media in a public forum, 
there's no telling where it can go. Right. Because regular motherfuckers go viral every, every day, day of the week. Yeah. So you don't know where that shit's gonna go. That shit started a whole firestorm, and it's like for what? Why are black? Why do black women hate each other so much? Is the bigger issue at hand? Here. Black people, period. Yeah, like. just literally just hate. No, but black women in particular, mm-hmm. because we see this shit a lot, where they be shading each other and slighting each other, and this, that, and the third. And it's just like for what? For what? Y'all got it. Black women got it harder than anybody alive. Right. Y'all get paid the least. Y'all got to do the most work. Y'all fucking are constantly undermined. Y'all pit against each other. And y'all still fall for the propaganda and attack one another. Why? Why does it Why does it have to be like this? It doesn't. Y'all are choosing to per- continue to perpetuate these negative stereotypes that have been fucking put on y'all since colonialism and fucking slavery. Yeah. Y'all, and y'all are not doing nothing to grow out of this shit. I told you, I hate seeing videos of, like, black women fighting. It it's just it irritates the fuck out of me. And I, I just... That shit I saw the other day was Shorty ran to check over the show. I'm just like, what the fuck? And I, I knew not to click on it because I don't like seeing these dumbass videos. Yeah. Like, I'd rather... I, I could watch niggas rumbling, whatever. Right? But it don't affect... Like, but seeing... Because it make me think of my sisters and my mom. And That's I, my whole and thing. And I, I just be like, what the fuck are you outside... Doing like like what? Because here's my thing, right? If I if I if I'm on the internet one day, right, and I click on a video and I see four bitches jumping my sister, guess who's going to greatest for it? Yeah. This guy with a smile on my face. I'm killing all you bitches. Like I'm I'm putting <laughs> I'm putting hits on all you. Bi- I'm and I'll do my thirty years with pride because something got to be willing to die for. Yeah. And that's what's the shit that people don't be understanding. All of your actions has a reaction. Them girls in Delaware beat that girl up in the fucking school. Uh, she hit her head on the toilet and all that shit. Oh, yeah. Was fighting in the bathroom. What are y'all doing? Yeah. Y'all at school. Right. You coming here to learn, and y'all want to come here and be goons and gangsters. There's plenty of goons and gangsters on the street and in fucking prison. So if you want to be a goon and a gangster. Take him off, drop out of school, take your motherfucking ass down to where they doing gangster shit at and see how you like it when you got to go head to toe, head to head with another fucking gangster. Right. Keep that shit out of where people trying to be productive and right. learn and all that shit. And y'all, y'all taking this bullying shit too far and nobody's not going for that shit. You harm anybody that I fucking care about because I know that my none of my sisters is not on no bullshit. And that's how I be feeling. So you harm anybody that got anything to do with me. I'm putting a bullet in your head and I'm going to go do mine. I'm going to go up top with the fucking old heads and mix a lot. And, and hit my hit my father day and I'm going to deal with what the fuck I got to deal with. Don't like, but cool out. Y'all are y'all. These cameras get cut on these phones and all that shit. And then the men filming and this shit. that yo, I was about the, to say that it'd shit. Be like groups of men, the videos that filming going and commentating on, on, it on this be, shit. It be Nick when they when. Remember the, the 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 lady? It was like on Twenty Second Street. It was like they were trying to fight like a young girl, and the lady was like in front of her, yeah. and then they started rolling on the lady. Yeah. It was nigga. Like the lady even handed her phone to a nigga like hold my phone. He took the phone and stepped to the side, and it's just like, fam, how you don't end this? Yeah. Like, how y'all don't got enough wherewithal to just be like, no? Nothing-ass niggas, man. Nothing-ass niggas. Like, nothing-ass culture. The whole culture is just fucked off. Because black women have no problem with acting like this, and black men have no problem with letting this shit go on. And it's just a big, dumb-ass conundrum that just, it every day. Every day, there's a new video, a new this, a new this, and it just be like. Y'all not tired of acting like animals? No But that be Your life is in fucking ruins And you come outside And you bring that negative ass energy outside I told you the chick 
when that shit happened with the chick on the bus, when I was driving down to Penn's Landing, I yeah. seen her stand. I seen her. She was using her baby stroller to block the bus from moving, and I'm like. That can't be good. I just kept <laughs> right. driving, and then when I, like when she told me the actual story, whatever, it's like sis was on some boat. She wanted smoke at Penn's Landing, then she wanted smoke with the seventeen driver, then you want rumble the, the thirty three driver at Eighth and Mark. It's like you out here looking for a problem with anybody with a toddler, yeah, in a stroller because your check was late or your baby father. You out here whatever. just on simple shit. Yeah, you got into it with a driver at Penn's Landing. You got into it with another motherfucker at. On the, the 17 driver, then you get into it with a whole nother driver at 8th and Market to the point where now you're blocking the bus from moving with the stroller. You're tripping, sis. Yeah. You need to go talk to somebody. You need a Mentos. You, you, <laughs> you, 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 you remember that commercial back in the day? Mentos make you relax. Like you, you need, you need to, a Snickers, sis. you need to chill. You ain't just so. I'm I'm on me. Don't ask me why I was on fucking media takeout the other day. I was on that and it made me click on. I there was a um that this is what the headlines say. Philadelphia bus driver fights lady on the bus. So naturally, I'm just like, I live in Philadelphia. <laughs> let me see what this is. About. I drive the bus <laughs> in Philadelphia. I'm like, let me see this. I click on it. I see the bus number. When I see the bus number, I. That's my deep because we the bus numbers are yeah. I know them so I see it and I'm just like it's my depot. Then I see where they're at. I'm like okay they're on Fifth and Market. That's the 33. Sis is on the bus with a baby, and I mean just going to town, cursing, going off at the driver to the point where the driver just had enough and she turned around and she started going back. And I'm just like. They didn't fight or nothing like that, so it was yeah. like a false headline or whatever. But it was just the 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 way that they that she was speaking. It it just was like why why yeah like for what? I told you I missed Shorty's stop a couple months ago on a sixty. I missed her stop. She wanted to get off at Thirteenth and Allegheny. I didn't hear the bell. I really didn't. I like like the shit. The air conditioner shit over top yeah. when that bus is so fucking loud. I didn't hear it if she rung it, but it didn't. I didn't hear shit. I kept driving to Germantown. I pull up to Germantown. She come up and st- I could tell she's yelling at me, but the air conditioner shit is so the, loud. I, can't hear you. I had to turn it off to <laughs> argue with her. You know what I'm saying? So I turned it off. I'm like, what? She's like, you know, you heard me ring that fucking bell. Da, 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 da. If I got somebody to come on here and fuck you up, I'd be wrong. Right. And I'm like. Like, come on here. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like lost. I'm like, wait, what? And she like, yeah, like, the fuck out of here. Like, I had somebody come on here and fuck you up. And I'm like, why don't they come pick you up from work? And the whole bus is like, oh! (laughs) But I'm like, that's the energy. It's like, y'all be outside talking about who you'll get to smoke who and who you'll get to do this and the third. Sis, you got on two coats. It's cold. You ain't got nobody to pick you the fuck up from work. But you got somebody that'll murder me for missing your stop? Like, what we doing? We need to, like, write down our life goals. What we doing? You ain't got no vision for it, do you? <laughs> it's like, yo, this shit is crazy. But what, and my, the the lady came up, she was like, I like the way you handled that. Like, you kind of just, like, brushed it off. Like, you didn't go back and forth. And I'm just, I'm not, I don't go back and forth with nobody. Like, yeah. it just, I get paid 30 an hour every hour. So. I'm going to make mine. <laughs> you do something, I'm going to sit here for some more hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't give a fuck about that. But. 
She was like, yeah, because some drivers, you know, they'll get out the seat and all that. I'm like, yeah, I'm never doing that. I get out the seat. It's wartime, you know, because right. I'm, I'm just not that. But I was telling her, I'm like, people literally, like, they'll bring their problems outside. And um, Kanye got a song. It's called Real Friends, where he has one of the best lines ever. I don't know who wrote it, but he said, please don't pressure me with that bill shit because everybody got them that ain't children. It's real. We all have problems. Yeah. We all have a life. We all have deadlines we trying to make. We all have shit we trying to save up for. Shit we try. It, it's life. Yeah. But I'm not, I, at least the way I conduct myself, I'm not allowed to walk outside and put my pressure and my shit on you. Correct. Or on Taylor or on Ra or on whoever. I'm just not allowed to do it. So it's no point in me doing it. Yeah. But y'all will literally take your frustrations and all this extra shit like it, it, like you ever hear motherfuckers start arguing and the first thing they say is man I grew up on the most fucked up block and it'd be like you're angry <laughs> you're saying it like it's yeah, a prideful thing yeah, you're up angry. you're upset yeah have you ever had someone come up to you and say you smell amazing what are you wearing whether it's Gucci Prada Versace Valentino you have good taste and you know exactly what you like but your great taste is expensive and you usually end up with a shelf full of half-used cologne bottles, and you don't even know what to do with them. But I found a way for you to have great taste and save your pocketbook at the same exact time. Scentbird.com keeps me smelling good month after month. You know, I've been a cologne guy my whole life, man. It's just, you know, part of who I am. Since I was 14 years old, I always find myself going to, like, little cologne places in the mall or department stores or whatever. They try to spray you with the damn cologne sprayer, and it's like... All right, man, yeah, I'll buy this. And then, you know, you end up falling in love. You try 50 different scents and you end up falling in love with something. You take something home, but you really only get to use 25, 30, maybe half of the bottle if you're lucky. And the stuff just sits there and sits there and sits there. And you're like, damn, did I really get my money's worth? And a lot of times the answer is no. But with Scentbird, Scentbird.com actually has 450 different designer brands and you get to choose a different one every month. So you can keep switching your flavors up and keep coming with something new. You can try the exact brands you want. It is the exact real deal. I'm talking about all of the high-end stuff that you want to get. Hugo Boss, Gucci, Tom Ford, Kenneth Cole, Valentino, uh, Versace. You can literally try all the brands you want, and it's kind of like a monthly scent adventure, they like to call it. And uh, you get to basically explore everything, and over the course of the year, you look up, you got 12 different scents, and you don't have a bunch of stuff just sitting on your shelf going to waste. Choose a perfume, and Scentbird will actually send you a 30-day supply. That's 120 sprays, so you always smell amazing. So you can literally rock out every single day, get exactly what you need from it, and then at the end of the month, if you want to grab something uh, new, you can, or if you want to get the same one and hold on to it, you can get another one the same way. And it's literally free shipping all the time. I know y'all get to the end of these orders, and that's like the determining factor. It's like, all right, this is $7.99, but the shipping is $3.99. No, you don't have to worry about that. It's literally free free shipping each and every time that you get it. So go ahead, skip the department store and all the pushy sales people go to scentbird.com and select exactly what you like. So this is the reason why me and Matt use Scentbird. Um, we've been locked in for about a month now. They sent me to Valentino. They sent Matt Versace. We've been rocking out with the colognes and uh, we always order our cologne with scentbird.com. That's scentbird.com and right now we have an exclusive offer where you will get 50% off 
off your first month. That's right, 50% off. We slashing prices like one of them annoying furniture stores. You get 50% off your first month. That's only $7.50 for your first cologne. How is this possible? Scentbird.com. That's how it's possible. That is S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D.com slash T-R-P-E. Use our code T-R-P-E for 50% off your first monthly order. That is S-C-E-N-T-Bird.com slash T-R-P-E. Sign on now. Smell great for the rest of the month and for the rest of the year. Let's take some topics now. We've been talking long enough. Yeah. Let's uh, change gears real quick. Apparently, Offset and uh, B- Bone Thug. I didn't know anything about this. Yeah, so it, it was a it was a hot topic on Instagram for about uh, now. I'm four hours this now because I, I saw a video with a uh, lazy lazy bone. Yeah, he was showing off all his like plaques, and I, and now that kind of makes more sense. Like because yeah. I it was it was most I was like, why is this happening? It was basically like a thing where I guess Offset said like the Migos was like the greatest group of all time or some shit like that. Okay. And then Lazy Bone was like, that's the problem with you young niggas. Y'all don't have no, y'all don't respect. Uh, y'all elders and this, that, and the third, and blah, blah, blah. And Offset was like, "Well, let's have a bank account." He's like, "Let's." He's like, "Let's go song for song and something." And Offset was like, "Let's have a bank account challenge." And then the shit just basically went left from there. And then uh, Lazy Bone ended up posting a video of his house, talking about how he's still living good and mm-hmm. with plaques they got and this, that, and the third. And this ain't about who got more money; it's about who could rap better and you know who was more influential and blah, blah, blah. So from that. Uh, the person that actually sent me the topic sent me like a couple questions, which was, uh, who is the better group? Who has a better legacy? And then I added uh, more bitten flows and like in terms of like influencing the game and shit like that. And then the greatest song from each group's catalog. All right. Who's the greater group? Yes. Bone Thugs and Harmony is probably my favorite rap group of all time. Um. With that being said, yeah, I'm probably going Bone Thugs. I'm going with Bone yeah, Thugs too because at the end thugs. of the day, Bone Thugs got a song that's like 30 times platinum in their cat in their catalog, and you can't just get rid of that shit. Like, like a genre defining moment of a record. Here's the thing with like nowadays, the people like we discuss a lot are so stupid and so uninformed. Somebody yesterday had a tweet where he said. Silk the Shocker was so ahead of his time. He was trash. And if he was out in this time period with all the trash rappers, he'd easily be going platinum. And I was like, fam, Silk the Shocker was going platinum a lot. He was going double and triple platinum. He even has an album that went four times platinum. (laughs) Like, Made Men went four. The shit sold six million copies worldwide. He has has one of the biggest songs of the 90s, a song with Trina. That's cool. Like, he has one of the, like. Shit, he had, um, what's it called? Rated the Turn. Rated like 2000. It ain't my fault. Like. It's another song. Keep talking. It's another uh, song that we're forgetting. He's, he's on Make Him Say Uh. You get what I'm saying? Like, he's on huge fucking records. Now, it is interesting that, like, 70% of hip-hop raps like him now. Yeah. <laughs> fucking uh, T Grizzly got some Silk the Shocker in him. Why be in the mirror? The kid Blueface from California that everybody's in love with now. Yeah. Who I think is trolling us, honestly. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's way off beat. Like, he's... he's Abnormally offbeat. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So I'm I'm definitely going with Bone Thugs on the greatest on a greater group thing. It's it's the Migos story is still being told. They have two s- lightning rod smash records. We talked about them last week. Fucking stir fry and uh bad and bougie. But Crossroads is like 
It's Crossroads. Come on, dog. Yeah. Crossroads. And they got records with Biggie and Tupac. Yeah. When they was alive, mm-hmm. so just like certain shit in your. They're the only they're the only artists who recorded with Easy E, Biggie, Tupac, and it was somebody else that's dead while they were all alive. It's crazy. I forgot who it was. It was Easy E, Pac, Biggie, and somebody else. I can't think of who the other person was, but yeah, like they they was Easy Young Boys, Pac, fuck with them, Big, fuck with them. I told you, Notorious Thugs was like the joint where I just was like Biggie's the best rapper ever. Yeah, like because that goes into what you was just saying, like the more more bitten flows. Here's the thing with biting the flows. Migos' flow is easy to bite. Correct. Like, Eminem did it with ease. Wheezy did it with ease. Like, when you hear Wheezy on, uh, what's the, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, uh, Swag Sir, yeah. how he rapped like them, but just blew them out. The, like, right. it's certain flows where you could just take it and just do whatever with yeah. it. But the Bone Thug flow, Shit was, ain't easy. it's, you... Unless you are a rapper, rapper, you can't catch that cadence. It's, it's breath it's, control. It's alliteration. It's pacing. It's it's all of this shit. It's, it's intricacy. It's that almost impossible. That when you heard Biggie do it, it was just like, wait, like you're four hundred pounds. How can you do this? On the dangerous, ain't too many of bang with us. Straight up, we know angel does. Label us notorious. Thug ass niggas that love the bus. It's strange to us. Like, you was just like, wait, what? Then when you find out later that he didn't write the that shit. That he didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, man, just throw the whole shit in the trash. Just <laughs> like, what? This. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it, it, you can take the Migos slow. I mean, it's, and now the world is so we just spoke about it with the Instagram shit. Yeah. It's so monkey see. Wait, Chad May this, uh, selling. Hey, Give me some hair. Exactly. The world is so monkey see monkey do that you look at the Migos with Quavo got a huncho fucking ring on every Eight finger. finger yeah. <laughs> you just like, oh no, I'm a, I'm a did of a did of a did of and you gonna rap like uh. that. And that's what it is. Whereas to rap like Bone Thugs, you not only have to try, you have to be skilled. And you gotta be saying something yeah, in order it, for it to really work work. It's it, real shit. Like, you have to really, really be able because to that's rap. that's the other part of Bone Thugs that people don't understand. All five of them was lyricists. They all had shit to say. Mm-hmm. All of them. So it's like, when you breaking down the fact that they got this choppy flow and this rapid fire, and they still saying shit within it, half the time, Migos ain't saying shit. And we mm-hmm. love the Migos. Right. But majority of the time, y'all not saying a motherfucking thing. It's mm-hmm. tech. Bad bitch, like it's it's no mm-hmm. it's no content. There. I remember Busy Bone was saying how when they first came out was like, yo, we all knew we could rap fast. We all knew we could do that shit. He was like, Twister was heavy in Chicago. He was the fast rapping motherfucker. Busta Rhymes was huge from the NY. He was a fast rapping motherfucker. And we was like, they was comparing us to Twister because Twister was the tongue twister. That's yeah. what he was. Like, he just rapped fast. And we was like, yeah, we don't want to rap fast. We want this shit to have a melody with it. And the shit they came up with for the 993 album was just like, like thuggish, ruggish bone, and all. when you heard that shit, it was just like, I was like what? "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, it was like just so out of this world. Like, yeah. like what? And then Crossroads just took them. You know that yeah. they they went somewhere else. So it's like, yeah, it's easier to take the Migos flow, and especially we're living in an era where it's the me that's the go to. Yeah, it's them, Drake, or Future. Right. So it's like you're living where now where it's like that's the 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 cadence yeah. to run with, but like. Rapping like Biggie, it isn't easy. I tell people all the time, the closest I've ever seen rap to Biggie is Beans. That's it. 
I could literally right now go 10 songs where it's like if you take the verse Beanie had and do it in Biggie's voice, it sounds just like Big. Right. People don't realize those stoppages and those starting of the, you know, whole squad got a crown on wrist, whole squad got a pound of twist, whole squad got a pound of spit, case a clown want to flip. That's Biggie type rap. Right. Not, mu- not many motherfuckers can do that. Once again, it's on, nigga. Seagull hard I like corn through. liquor. I take, take you, you out this world like you was born, born nigga. nigga. Think about that and I take you out this world like you was born, nigga. Butt naked, covered in blood. Like, that's how Biggie rap. Yeah. So that cadence isn't easy to catch. Rapping like Jay-Z got a million flows, so it's like you can't really put him on yeah. one joint. He had a significant flow back in the day, and now it's like completely different. Completely different. He, he raps in... Was referred to as as producers referred to as seven eight. He yeah. raps intentionally behind the beat mm-hmm. on purpose to like give his rhymes room to like breathe yeah. to where it's like you digesting everything he said because mm-hmm. if he would have if he would rap right on the beat like a method man he would be sacrificing words. He be yeah. He would have to cut certain words in order to be right on the beat. Mm-hmm. So when you hear Jay on four 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 album, he's a he's a little bit lagging. It's on purpose, like because he's a master MC. I say it all the time. Drake does that shit a lot, yeah. like where he has to be almost behind the beat to get all the words yeah. to make sense and even sound, you know. And it take a few times for you to hear the shit right. before you realize what pocket he's in. Like right. he motherfuckers be having different pockets. Yeah. So. The, um, but yeah, the cadence game is crazy. That's like when you get to like the next level of breaking down. Yeah. That's just past who's flaunting the most and, and talking the, Migos the most shit. Flow, people don't talk about it. The Migos flow is an evolution of the 3 6 Mafia flow. Yeah. Project Petta. Like it's, it's that same shit, but it's like a little bit more. It's, it's less cheesy. Yeah. But it's the, in that same like. Sort of fashion Yeah Like straight up and down So it's like I get it Yeah the Migos flow Is more bitten But it's because It's easy It's easier It's, it's low hanging fruit It's more of Wendy's nuggets Flying <laughs> off the shelf Than $120 <laughs> cheesesteaks <laughs> It's just the way it goes That's what it is Like um, I want to talk about This Dame Dash and Oh wait well, you, Two more joints You said who has The better legacy Well we kind of did that We did that And then you said The greatest song From each catalog Crossroads And Bad and bougie. I'm going two completely different ways. Where you? My go? favorite Bone Thugs and Harmony song is First of the Month. First of the Month. Is the, crazy. I'm gonna tell you why. The lyrical flexing that Crazy and Lazy did on that song was just like, like, wait, what? Lazy fucked that joint around. He said, "I'm sick of the black and miles." Uh. Uh, head across town, looking all wild because I needed my hair braided. Heavy off into this gang, and that like that was them. Like we gonna rap fast, but at the same time, the the, the pull shit, on yeah. the, the word first of the month was. I remember the first time I heard that I was I was done. Like yeah. thuggish, ruggish bone, and all that shit was great. First of the month blew it out the fucking water for me. And my favorite Migo song is Fight Night. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Broke niggas stand to the left. <laughs> it just set it off for me. And that's a record that's not going nowhere. Yeah. They that's- got the meat. They they equally yoked yeah. as far as what they've done and far as we both got out of this world smashes, nigga. Like, what's up? You've Crossroads won Grammys. Yeah. What's up? You know what I'm saying? They fucked it. Them niggas did songs with Phil Collins. So it's like they was the Migos of their time. Whereas like now you look at it's almost like the NBA. The nice niggas from back in the day was making $10 million a year. Now the nice niggas is making $40 million a year. And that's what it is in rap. Like 
Crossroads was, I mean, uh, Bone Thugs was literally out here doing. The first album went platinum with like five songs. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like five or six songs on the first joint. Shit went platinum. Instant stars. And then once Crossroads and Notorious Thugs hit, then niggas was straight doing shit with Phil Collins and every fucking thing. It's just like, y'all are superstars. Right. Y'all, they closed out the fucking MTV Awards. They performed at the Grammys. Like, they legends. Yeah. So it's just, you know. But those are my favorite. Old legends versus new legends. Old legends versus new legends. Now, let's get to the Dame and Fleck. Because I have no clue about this Dame. I saw it start. I saw, like, it going on. Yeah. And I didn't know what the fuck it was. All right. So, the Dame Dame and Fleck conversation is not a new thing. It really goes back to 2014 when Dame was first kicking off the culture vulture shit. Like, previewing the book and all of this shit. And he was calling out... He was calling out people that he felt like weren't good representations of the hip hop culture, but were in positions of power. He called out Joey IE, called out Ty Moskowitz, he called out Lior Cohen, he called out uh, Craig Kalman, Julie Greenwald, all these different people that he felt like, why are these people that aren't from hip hop culture in positions of power over black artists and their expressions of their art? Mm hmm. Joey IE was the first one. And there was Joey IE was a uh, He was he had a position at Def Jam for like a month. And then he quit. And then I've never quit. seen this person, never knew who he was. Paul Wall, what was the Joan on Khaled album? The uh with Wheezy. You got the right one. It's Wheezy fucking baby. I catch a woman looking, I let your woman taste me. What was that? Uh uh uh, uh, uh Goat, goat, a goat, goat. Yeah, the first the first Khaled song. Yeah. The first the his Holla first at me, baby. Holla at me, baby. Holla at me, baby. Paul Wall said, My boy but Joey I.E. got the sweets. I never knew who he was. Yeah, I'm Joey at the out time, now. Joey I.E. was the head of uh he was he was second in command at Asylum Records, which, which had was that Swisher whole, House shit. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Swisher House, uh, Boosie and all yeah, Boosie yeah. and Webby. That was Asylum Trill, Records. All of that Trill, shit. Trill, all yeah. of that shit. Because I know Paul Wall said it, and I just couldn't. Right. Gucci Man was signed to Asylum, like all of that yeah. shit at that early two thousand. Swisher House, they was huge, huge. It was huge, huge. Asylum was basically created as an as like a uh, like an incubator system to build up like regional artists and turn them into national acts. And then once that happened, they were supposed to Essentially go... Essentially what Def Jam South was supposed to be. Exactly. Yeah. But they just perfected it. Yeah. So what was supposed to happen, they were supposed to do that and then elevate to an Atlantic or to Warner Brothers, which mm-hmm. was the parent, the parent companies right. of Asylum. The shit got so big and it was working so good as like an indie under a major that they just left everybody on asylum. Okay. So Gucci Man, Trill Fam, Swisher House, Cameron, all of these motherfuckers just stayed in that same system or whatever like that. And Joey IE was second in command when they were making all of this fucking money doing like 10, 20 million dollars a month in billing. They were basically like the QC of their time or whatever okay. is, is essentially what asylum was. So that's where Joey IE came from. Uh, he took a job with Def Jam as the president of Def Jam. He kept the job for literally like 60 days. And then he ended up going back to Interscope. He took a demotion to go back to Interscope to live on the West Coast because he was getting all of this scrutiny about why the fuck is Joey IE 
getting this presidency of Def Jam over a Irv Gotti or a Sean Pecos or this person or that person when he ain't put the fucking work in. Like, he benefited from the fact that Todd Moskowitz had all these relationships and brokered all of these deals with all of these different artists, and then he is getting the acclaim for said situation. Right. So people started to say, why the fuck does he have this job? And he took, he stepped down from the job and took a job at Interscope as the head of black music. Then Damon Dash said, why the fuck is Joey IE the head of black music at Interscope? What the fuck does he know about a Kendrick Lamar and this person, this person, this person? This is in 2014. Mm -hmm. Flex and Joey are friends. Mm -hmm. So Flex took it upon himself or probably at the behest of Joey to say, you picking on my man, and then he did the flex shit, the flex Hogan shit on the yeah. radio then, and Dame burned him up then, and he said, "Listen, bro, like if you want to have an intellectual conversation or some sort of debate, let's do it. I'll come on your show, or you could come on mine. I'm building networks. You had the same job for 25 years. You're not in no position to speak on me or my business or nothing that I'm saying because this is not a black and white issue. This is a cultural issue, right. and you have people that are of the culture and that aren't of the culture. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he was naming all these different people." That you know were white people that worked in the music industry that he felt were for the culture, and then others that weren't. Lear Cohen being and Joey being the two biggest ones or whatever. Mm -hmm. So the whole shit with Lior comes about later because just recently, what people don't know is Flex and Lior were at a YouTube music event together. Mm -hmm. Two days later, Flex is on the radio dissing Damon Dash. Right. This is in the wake of the Breakfast Club interview where where they talked about the 360 deal the, they, with, uh, with Lior, where they talked about uh, the opioid abuse and the fact that you're promoting and pumping up artists that are addicted to opioids, but you admittedly don't give a fuck about them. And the fact that, you know, yeah, his Breakfast Club interview was awful. Crazy. And it's just like from there, he stopped doing media. So Flex decides to go on the radio and start telling this story of Rockefeller. And the fact that, like, if it wasn't for Lior, Jay-Z would have been Mike Geronimo out here and this yeah, and that. Yeah, I did hear that. That whole shit. Yeah. And it's like, bruh, you are positioning the story as if Rockefeller came to Def Jam with hat in hand. Like, yeah. please, uh, Mr. Jewish Israeli man, give us some money. And that wasn't the case. What people don't understand is that Rockefeller had equity in their label because they did a deal with Freeze Records through Priority in which they retained the ownership and the masters to reasonable doubt. That's why the first thing that happens when they signed their joint venture with Def Jam is they put reasonable doubt out. Right. How can I give you something if I don't own the master recording to it? Right. So I came to you with a commodity that was hot in the streets that already had sold 400,000 copies or whatever, and I gave you the right to redistribute it as part of our new partnership. Right. From there... Jay-Z does uh, volume one, almost two million copies. He does Streets is Watching, almost platinum. Then he does Hard Knock Life album to the fucking off moon, the, the six million copies. Right. So, and then I give you Beans, Bleak, all, a mill. We, 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 ja Rule shows up on a whole nother joint. Exactly. And the the way in which Flex is trying you, to Real quick, do you know Can Ghetto was Ja's song? Yes. Can I, I get it? I knew that. I've been to that. A lot of people don't really know yeah. that. And that was the song that kind of took Jay over the moon. Because it was on the Rush Hour the Rush soundtrack. Hour it soundtrack. was duly promoted. And it was Ja's song. Yes. And it's just like, damn, like, looking back on, like, history, like, what happens if that's just Ja? 
I mean, but Ja came later with Holla Holla, and he still went platinum. No, but I'm just like, what if what if Ja gets to do Can I Get Her and then Holla Holla? That's the second single yeah, from now. He album. might do seven million. What happened? You know what <laughs> I'm might, saying? He might do seven million. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? What if it's a Ja Rule record with Jay Z featured on it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. But Jay had out had uh, it's like that. He had money ain't a thing, and he had uh, hard knock life. And can I get a all, all in the, the same, same month? Like that was Jermaine Dupri's song. Yes, crazy. All in the same month, from August to September of 1998, Jay had all of them records at the same time. My man was he 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 don't like Jay much. He was like, I heard when Jay said, "Take a little, put a little bit in the baggie and a little bit in your purse." He's like, "That's what Jay do when he in the studio. <laughs> like, he here, look, take a little of this, take a little of that." Listen, and, like oh boy was all that was supposed to be for Jay. Yeah. And Cam said, nah. Yeah, he dragged his feet with the record. Cam cut it, and then Jay tried to get on it, and then Cam deleted his verse. Right. That was supposed to be a Jay-Z record. Jay's, my, my people that I grew up with, Philly's Most Wanted, they was uh you know they was in that whole system trying to do a deal with Rockefeller. They ended up signing with Atlantic Records instead. That was their first deal. But they were the one that brought Beans. Mm-hmm. Contrary to popular belief, Sadiq, Sadiq and Rolla did not bring Beans to that situation. Right. They were already had a deal at Rockefeller for Black Friday, which was uh, the Young Guns and Owen Sparks. They heard Beans and heard about Beans through Philly's Most Wanted and my cousin Stevie G and ended up backdooring them and getting Beans. That's the story that gets yeah. left out of history or whatever. But they brought him up there and they all rapped what it was like seven artists and they like, damn, they get to the end of the shit. They like, damn, Jay, you got some new shit. He said, Yeah, I took something from you. I took two bars from you. I took a line from you. And now I got my whole now I got my new shit. Like Jay is the like almost like the original Kanye in the way yeah. of like he feeds off the energy of young niggas. Yeah. I was explaining the black earlier. The only problem that Jay and Drake have with one another is what? They're the same person. They're the same person. Like and the fact that Drake wouldn't sign with Jay. Yeah. That's their only issue. Yeah. That's the sole root of their issue. They both are egomaniacs mm-hmm. and Jay is mad that Drake didn't sign him because everybody else falls in line. If you look at the top six artists, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, Rihanna, Beyonce, Kanye, Drake. If you look at all of them, all of them fell in line on one way or another, whether it been through Rockefeller, through Rock Nation management, or through title. Like people don't realize Wayne was almost on rock. It was done. It, it was, was a, a done, done deal. deal. Like it was it was there. Birdman hitting with the torturous interference because Universal stepped in and said, Yo, this kid is I don't know if you know what the fuck is going on because you too busy birdmanning. Yeah. But this kid <laughs> is about to fucking blow the fuck up. Birdmanning. And Jay-Z is about to snatch him from you. And if you do not pay him, we will. Because that was a dispute over money. Wayne was piss poor down to his last $20,000 flying himself to New York to meet with Jay to try to get a deal done because he didn't have any money. Because if you look back at all the old Cash Money albums, the one thing you see on every song is Money Mac Publishing. Mm -hmm. And Money Mac Publishing is Birdman and Birdman only. Mm -hmm. So if you was an artist on Cash Money from 1991 to 2004, you didn't get no publicity. I told you, Ju- Juvie said he had eight cars and $4,300. You don't get no money. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And Cash Money is being paid to distribute the publishing, the royalties, and the advances. Right. So that's the reason why when Wayne gets into his situation where he's suing Birdman, he said, hold on, let me readjust this. I need to sue Universal because y'all enabled this motherfucker to rob me because y'all gave him all the money. It's crazy to think that Wheezy really made, while still getting robbed, he made $140 million in a matter of six years. (laughs) 
It's fucking nuts. So can you imagine what he really was doing? The yeah. amount of billing they was doing every month. Like right now, QC the hottest label in the game. Right. QC doing between twelve and twenty four million a month in billing. Right. I can just count it up because mm-hmm. they got a management company. You got a label. You got Yachty, Migos, Cardi B, uh, Lil Baby. Uh, the kid Marlowe, and you got a whole slew of young niggas that's about to come up in the next year and a half. Can you and cash? And they not selling big big units. They mm. in the streaming era. Wayne was selling ringtones and hard mm, copies of CDs. Shit. Can you imagine how much money they was ringing in? Yeah. And he's like, "Oh yeah, here go me and I was Playboy. That's Playboy. Playboy. So back to the to the to the, to the Dame shit. The Playboy, <laughs> Playboy. That the play the Playboy is Playboy. Never gets fucking old, yo. Never Playboy. So so back to the Dame and Flex shit or whatever. So Flex is attempting to retell the story of Rockefeller as if they came to Def Jam with hat in hand, right. like, please, Mr. Lee, or I'll suck your dick for a record deal. And that was not the case. Irv Gotti brought Rockefeller to the table. He brought Rough Riders with DMX to the table. And he brought Murder, eventually Ja Rule and Murder, Inc. to the table. They did a torturous interference on Ja Rule to get him off of TVT. So mm-hmm. y'all basically... Without these three artists and these three different movements, Def Jam is over. Right. They had already devalued the company after the sale to Polygram. They pushed Rush- Russell out. Lior didn't know what the fuck he was doing, and he was about to get fired. Yeah. And these three artists saved his fucking company, reinflated the value, and then they was able to go to Universal and get more money. Yeah. Polygram was and get more money to sell fucking Def Jam, and they got out of this shit and skated yeah. with their fucking money and went back to fucking France. Right. So. Also, what Flex is not saying is that Rockefeller had a deal at Interscope for a label deal. They had a deal at Sony for a label deal. And Steve Stout blocked both of those deals because he had Nas business Mm -hmm. at both of those labels. And he didn't want Jay coming in overshadowing Nas because Nas was doing one album every two years and Jay was doing one every seven months. If you look at a Steve Stout interview on... um uh, drink champs. Steve Stout said it was set up for Nas because Nas was it. Yeah, like people don't remember. Reasonable Doubt dropped the same. No, it was actually a week apart from. Uh, what was the drum with Lauren Hill? Uh, oh, it was written. It was written. Like Reasonable Doubt came out like July seventh. It was written dropped July fourteenth or yeah. some shit like that. Reasonable Doubt did nothing. Like, in comparison to... It, it was rendered three mil. Like, Nas was it. He was yeah. the king of New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just what it was. Like, it was his time. You know what I mean? And, you know, Biggie got at him on kicking the door about that whole shit. Yeah. But it's just like, Nas literally took the fly guy with the part, with the cigar, and he yeah. he was going. Once he had the Lauryn Hill feature, nigga, I'm out of here. Exactly. And Steve Stout said it. Like, it was set up for Nas to be the superstar. Good looking young brother yeah. was the man lyrically can't nobody fuck with him. Nas just didn't want it. They offered him every deal possible. He just didn't he wouldn't want it. He take none of this shit. You know the Hewlett Packard <laughs> John with the hands was for Nas. Was for Nas. Every all of it. Like was that for wasn't Nas. supposed to be Jay Z. They offered yeah. it to Nas. Yeah. He was like, Nah, I'm good. He's smoking too many dust. Steve Southstreet, <laughs> like yo, he really like it. Took him a while to really be comfortable with. Yeah. The spotlight, because he did not want that shit. Because he was surrounded by 3,000 street niggas yeah. from Queensbridge Project. It's hard to bring jungle to the fucking, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I can't really come in here with him at the meetings, you know what I mean? Like, it's just what it is. Yeah, so the whole thing is, basically, Lior Cohen has put a battery in Flex's back because he knows that this is basically like 
media warfare. And in order to fight wars, you need a voice. Mm-hmm. You need propaganda. Just wait so, so he empowers Flex to go on the radio with propaganda and tell stories where he's leaving out vital details and shit like that to try to devalue Damon in the marketplace because people are saying, no, nah, that ain't right. You know what I'm saying? What you're saying is bullshit. And he's not acknowledging the fact that Lior has... Drug addicts signed to his record label doesn't give a fuck about him, and he's putting all these kids on three sixty deals, which are which are harmful to their careers and their growth. Because if you're not investing in these other areas of their careers or getting them acting opportunities and and licensing deals and this and that, why are you taking part of the money when it comes about? Right. There's no safety net in these three sixty deals that says, oh, but if your manager finds you a hundred million from some fucking company in Greece that we don't get none of that money. No, they coming for they fucking thirty three percent or whatever the fuck it is like mm-hmm. they're coming regardless so flex is trying to highlight the fact that if it wasn't for Lior, y'all wouldn't the xyz that's not true bro like and they always send a, a nigga to do the bidding of some fucking white corporate interest right. as opposed to dealing with the issue on hand why won't let's let's look at this why won't Lior talk to damon why did he get on the breakfast club and say i don't know this guy yeah and then in the same breath, turn around and say, oh, well, you know, the opioid shit is bad and crack is whack and blah, blah, blah. But I got to eat, too, and I got to feed my family and blah, blah, blah. Bro, you didn't make how many hundreds of million dollars? How much money, more money do you need to make? You had on an Arabic doll, Roly. <laughs> like, Sky blue face, platinum joint. Like You're, you're world-renowned yeah. as the biggest music executive the last fucking 30 years. How much more money do you really need to make? Mm-hmm. You were the head of Warner Music. You were the head of fucking Def Jam. You were the, you're now the head of global music for fucking YouTube. Yeah. Why won't... Is he part of that 300 shit with Kevin Lyles? He got out of it, but okay. he still owns a stake in the shit. Okay. He got Google to invest in that shit. Yeah. Google and, tw- and I think Twitter and somebody else. Like, big fucking multinational companies are invested in your record label. And you're having disputes with every fucking artist on your label. Why is that? Yeah. Why did you have the Migos in fucking litigation for 18 months where they couldn't release no fucking music with a barcode on it? Yeah. Let's talk about the facts of the case. Why are y'all at YouTube... Paying people, if Fat Joe disses fucking uh, Rich the Kid, say for instance, why are y'all paying Rich the Kid five hundred thousand to respond to Fat Joe? Yeah, and enabling them to beef, and then profiting off the beef of them going when, back and forth. When in reality, records. one of them could end up with a broken neck or dead. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But and then when that happens, don't nobody got nothing to say. Oh, we, I mean, we didn't tell them. They just took it too far. You What's know, crazy is I was reading that. That's that's really like that's the type tip they on. Damon said it on the Joe Button podcast because Joe was on some shit like, well, I don't think Leor's and he hit him with that, and Joe was like. You just sound like a culture vulture to me. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, why won't Lior respond to none of these accusations rather than put a battery in Flex's back to go on the radio and talk down against a black entrepreneur? And why are you so comfortable doing it? Yeah, Pac said it. Give him guns, step back, watch them kill each other. Like, so, so basically it's a whole conundrum of a story where it's like Flex is literally like making shit up. He has revisionist history. He's not I, I was going to say, we, t- we talk about it a lot. The, the revisionist history is, is nuts because people literally go back and I get it. You evolve, you change, it's, it's life. You know what I mean? But people will go back and straight see things completely n- like not the way it went down. And you be like, wait. Like, you serious? Yeah. It's like that whole takeover ether thing. Like motherfuckers going back, like yo, real talk. Like takeover was better than ether, and it's just like 
No, it wasn't. Like, I remember the energy around both of those records. I remember the radio station. I remember K Slay. I remember Funk Flex. I remember Angie Martinez. I remember Beanie Siegel going. I remember Clue. I remember Beanie Siegel going on Philly radio, like, I ain't going to hold you. Bumping either right now. I remember Bleak <laughs> saying, yo, he got us. Bleak said that. <laughs> What up, New Yitty? Like, Bleak said that. What up, New Yitty? Like, like, I remember that. I remember the energy around. Like, I I remember when December 4th being Jay-Z's birthday was also known as Ether Day. Yeah. There isn't a takeover day. On December 4th, go look up the Ether Day (laughs) hashtag. Like, that shit is real. Ether Day. Motherfuckers kill people in rap or in anything. You got ethered. You got ethered. Yeah. Don't revisionist history. Like, and that, that, people do that with all kinds of stupid shit. Yeah. And they'll go back and be like, oh, no, this was better than what it was, or this wasn't the way it went down, or whatever. And you'd be like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is the way it went. So it's like, with the whole culture vulture, did you, did you read the book? I didn't read it yet. I, uh, I read the first three chapters, and it's like, it's good. It's a good read. Dame, it, somebody the other day hit me and was like, how do you feel about Dame and Jay-Z being the same person? Yeah, the same and, exact and, person. And people not digging it. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, here's the thing. Dame and Jay started a company that wound up becoming a brand, that wound up becoming a lifestyle. Iconic That brand. wound up becoming, an, I was about to say, icon yeah. with what they were doing. And these niggas were friends. They aren't from the same places dame is from harlem like 125th i think Mm -hmm. and jay is from marcy brooklyn you know i'm saying marcy projects in brooklyn they're not from the same area but dame just was like you know i was running around with cam and jim and everybody the fuck else and shit jay was the nice ass rapper nigga from brooklyn and we just connected like we you know how you 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 see a motherfucker like uh, we got a lot of similarities a lot of things in common we don't live the same life but we got a lot of shit in common yo that's my man and our moral compass aligns. the moral compass aligns. so it's just like yo we both want money we both want staying out the motherfucking way we both out about getting out these motherfucking hoods and trying to do some fly dope shit yeah you you see Dame having art galleries, Jay Z being in the Louvre every weekend. They're the same person. Yeah. They really are the same exact dude. Jay snaked him for Leah. He snaked Jake back for Leah. <laughs> they're the same, same motherfucker. Guy. So it's like they're friends. They were friends, yeah. and they, you know, the the business has a tendency to just rip shit apart, which uh. that shit can happen to anybody. But it's like. They're the same person. So their ideologies and the way they view the Very world, similar. it's not going to be different. Very it's just that we talk about it all the time. Y'all with your picks. Yeah. Day and, Dame and Jay have been on the exact same vibe for the last, I'm going to say since they completely split. Well, not really. The difference in the two is that Dame takes his independence and not having any corporate interests. He, that's his number one thing I'm that talking he's about. The, I'm, I'm not even talking about every. I'm talking about the way they view rap. Like, the way they view the rap arena is like, yo, stop letting these motherfuckers just do whatever and tell y'all what y'all going to do when y'all are the product. Right. You are the talent. It's not like Coke where Coke can't talk. You know what I'm saying? Heroin can't speak for itself (laughs) because if it could, it wouldn't need you to sell it. But it's like you are the product. Uh, This with the podcast. The podcast don't work without you. It don't work without me. Right. There's nothing they can tell us when we are the product. Right. So that's more so with Damon J be on. Like we gave Jay said it on fucking the blueprint. I'm paying niggas back for what they did to the cold crush. I'm overcharging niggas. Yeah. Like 
And Jay used to it's Jay been on that since the blueprint. Yeah, Jay used to call niggas and just shoot crazy numbers at them and hang up and wait. They for said him to that call about back. the whole rush hour jump. <laughs> like Jay been on that for a while. Dame been on the exact same tip. The only thing is Jay and Dame fell out, and y'all like Jay. Yeah. And Jay is like. Y'all know not to fuck with nobody. I don't fuck with it. <laughs> and y'all took that shit and yeah. ran with it. But Dame has literally, when you look at Lior Cohen, when you look at Flex, when you look at, what's the, the director nigga? Uh, Lee, uh, Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels. You look at the Rockefeller situation. Charlie Walk. Charlie Walk. Harvey, Harvey Weinstein. Dame Dash ain't lied yet. Yep. He ain't lied. He LeVar Ball status. He yeah. ain't lied yet. And it got to be said for something that's for somebody that's so dead on with the truth every time. Every time. But yet and still, every time some new sensational bullshit come up, y'all be trying to find a way to side with whoever he going at it with. Mm-hmm. Every time. Like, I see people trying to side with Flex, but the overwhelming public opinion is that Flex on some nut shit. He cut his comments off. Mm-hmm. He did the Meek Millie shit. He mm-hmm. cut his comments off. It's hard. <laughs> and I say that shit all the time. Like... Y'all have literally put Dame on your no-pick list. This nigga Flex, you going at it with Dame, talking about he's a liar and this, that, and the third. Do you know this motherfucker put up a picture with Africa Bambada this week? Who? Flex. For what? Exactly. For what? Africa Bambada has been basically pinpointed as being a child, a child rapist, rapist right? and a molester. And you trying to tear down Damon Dash, an independent black businessman with seven or eight businesses, and you put up a picture with Africa being bottom, my nigga? Yeah, Are weird. you shitting me? Yeah, that's weird. Why should I ever take you serious? Yeah, you got a point there. If any of y'all run into Funk Master Flex, smack his Yankee head off his fucking head, please. He's a clown. Yeah. He had the same job for 30 fucking years. Ebro came from Sacramento, California and was the program director. Took the job away because he wanted to have more freedom on air to be a jackass, which I'm not really a fan of Ebro neither. Mm -hmm. But at the very bare minimum, he came in as a boss and decided on his own, I'd rather be a worker because it gives me more freedom to get my shit off. Flex, you've been in the same job for 30 years. You know how many times hip-hop changed the last 30 years? Well, with that, Flex has done a lot of shit outside of hip-hop, though. He got the whole car shit but it and all ca- But when all of that shit folded, it all came back to Hot 97. He don't got shit going on right now. Yeah, I mean the bread and butter. <laughs> he don't got... Because you put out that dumbass truck with Ford, they was like, yeah, this shit ain't working. Yeah. <laughs> that was a one-on-one. That shit ran for one season. We came right back. The whole car show shit folded. You know why? Because you're not a fucking good businessman. Yeah. That was all your ideas. It all folded. All of the album shit, you ain't had a record deal in 10 years. You know why? Because nobody cares about the Funkmaster Flex cosign. Flex had some good albums, too. He had some great albums. He had the Biggie and Styles freestyle. He had the fucking Mace Joan over uh, the Wu-Tang. Yeah. This be the Mace Bad Boy debut. Them Uh niggas in the back steady saying them soup. Them bitches in the front steady saying them coop. Calling me all day. Just a lounge in the coop. I hit Cam Caltan. Pick me in the land. Go blow six grand. Go catch a quick tan. Then he had a joint where where him and Kiss, when he he did the... uh, a nigga smack me, I'm a smack him back. If yeah. it lead to the guns, then that be that. Yeah. Yeah. Flex had some great moments. Yeah, it was this shit. 
But you played yourself out of position. Lately, niggas, they hate me. They snake me. Want to send them me without AC. You think I'm sweet? Taste me. How much you really want it? Enough to put a meal on it or your deal on it? This shit Cancun gets who I'm going with. My own niggas. See, I pay for my own trips. Make my own chicks and drive Make my own chips and drive my own six. I knock my own shit like I'm, I'm on, on my own dick. dick. My days are short. I need coke, rage your fort. I'm knocked by the cops. Come blaze the coke. <laughs> Mace was fucking them freestyles up. Mace was phenomenal. Mace was all that, yo. But Mace was Damn. all over the fucking place. But that's, all a, over. that's another that's thing, another story another, for another day. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, man, damn. Flex had some good ass freestyles on his albums, man. Great. I miss those days when the DJs was dropping albums, like Cluminati yeah. and all of that shit. Like even Tony, I mean, uh, DJ touched uh, Tony, Tony touched. Touch. He had the greatest DJ and all that yeah. shit. They had a lot of good fucking joints, man. Uh, let's talk about toxic masculinity right now. Oh man. Uh. I hate I hate this I ain't gonna lie right now feminists in, in, in true Jay Z and Beyonce fashion Mello and Lala <laughs> are back together after Mello's infidelity and Cardi B it only took four or five days <laughs> it didn't take long it didn't baby. take long <laughs> about four business days Barty is back they was out vacationing this weekend on the on back a, of the jet ski you know <laughs> and I saw a tweet that said um toxic masculinity is up two nil for the, for the week I don't know if feminists gonna be able to recover you know back to saying? you in the studio Keith. And it's just like I knew they were getting back together. Um, she already was hedging her bets from the drive. Yeah. Once she got on her live and was like, "I don't appreciate y'all attacking the the uh, my, you know my husband and the, the the father of my child and this and that." Once she started defending them in the media, I said, "Oh yeah, it's over." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then she made the other live talking about how she missed getting pounded out. I said, "Oh yeah, she'd be back by the yeah, weekend." Pretty much. I said it last week. I'm like, who who do you see Cardi with? Andre Harrell or fucking. <laughs> Like, who, like, because that's that's in in the hip hop arena, it's the popping young niggas or an old nigga, yeah. like a, a Diddy, and then you still got to deal with the bullshit. Diddy got five hundred hoes. <laughs> you you think Diddy is holeless? <laughs> you think a you think a young billion? When I say young, I mean under fifty. You think a young billionaire is holeless? Chick in my job the other day was like, Cardi got to get her an old nigga who done with the silly shit in the music game. Because the young niggas, they, they too popping and they too all over the place. And I'm like, do you think the old niggas <laughs> in the music game, you think LL is holeless? Kidding me? You think that? Man's hosted the Oscars and you, the Grammys. You, LL ain't got no facial hair. You think he holeless? Them be the worst ones. Them and Michael Ely niggas. You think Ice Cube ain't got no hoes? You're bugging. Don't be fucked up. You're bugging. <laughs> and I'm just like, I like who 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 she's supposed to be in a real relationship with? Like fucking You had to go get her a ball player or something. Harvey Pierre? It's like <laughs> it's it's you fucking Joe Hooker. Yeah. I dare you to go against me. It's literally gotta be an old nigga exec <laughs> from like that was popping in the nineties. You know what I mean? Like one of the track masters the nigga or something. They had two singles yeah. in the in office. Like so, it's it, it, it's nobody but Offset she can be with. That's yeah. just the reality of it. Toxic masculinity on fire right now. And baby. her and Offset had a different style relationship. You figure she's a stripper. I know they not had nine hundred thousand threesomes. It's no way around it. That's the that's probably why she's so annoyed about the shit because it's like, bruh, like we didn't fuck every bitch we could fuck together, and you still out here cheating like you just a horny animal. Yeah. <laughs> You just a horny ass animal, bruh. Like, that's the annoying part. Like, if your chick is letting you have threesomes and you, still, and you cheating, you, and you really. You like setting up other threesomes. You just a glut. That's, that's a perfect motherfucker. You are a horny animal. <laughs> 
like what am I supposed shit. to do with you? Like I can't trust you around nobody. <laughs> like your chick really is cool with the threesome game. You like, yo come through. She left. <laughs> Come down to New Orleans, you know what I'm saying? Like you really are a horny animal, dog. After, after this, I'm going to Oklahoma. Yo. You know what I'm saying? Come through. I'm going to pay for the flights. New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? That is funny as shit. But yeah, um, it was crazy. It's like I saw the reaction on Twitter. And Chicks is like, ah, oh, this bitch stupid. She did it. And I'm just like, yo, like. the the This goes back to what we spoke about earlier with, with Instagram and yeah. Twitter and social media. With y'all losing your minds because of social media. It's like, y'all get on social media and you tell me where you work. You, you understand? You post your scrubs with the little writing on the logo. <laughs> I, we know where you work. We see the block you're always on. That's where your house is. We see the car you drive. We can see the stitching in the headrest behind your head. We know where your kids go to school because you post them on first day back to school in your complete the uniform. And tag the school. <laughs> we know where you hang out and where you frequent on the weekend because you're always standing in front of that fucking wall. It breezes. <laughs> we know everything about your life. You understand? So we know you. I know you've been cheated on 42 million times. Yeah. I know the nigga. He'd be at the barbershop with his other... <laughs> but just we know what's going on you know what i'm saying it ain't no secret it's life it's it's some of y'all have signed up for the most ridiculous shit on earth the 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 the, the std rate is through the roof yeah it just is you know what i'm saying word to realist fake employment yeah we, we know we saw the reaction from somebody saying, I'm going to put that shit out there. Who's in here for it? We know it. Yeah. So it's like, I know motherfuckers who have been burnt by their significant other. That's something. I, get pregnant by another nigga. Don't burn me. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Don't. I don't want to go through that. From the person I'm with. Yeah. Or, like, that's. You cheating out of control. You cheating, cheating. <laughs> you cheating. You super cheating. <laughs> you a horny animal. Like, <laughs> you fucking raw. Like, you, you, you getting dumped in. You a horny animal. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's don't. rough. But it's it's what my, y'all motherfuckers go through it. So to turn around and tell her, oh, she's stupid, da 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 da, it's like, yo, you got cheated on by a nigga that got to get on and, and talk to me on the shoulder on the bus. You know what I'm saying? Look here, big man. I'm saying yeah. I got about a dollar forty three cents. I gotta get where I'm going. I'm gonna go pick. I'm up only going on twenty ninth and Ridge. That's how they be. I, I got good news and I got bad news. I got a dollar forty three. The good news. That's the bad news. The good news is when I come back, when I get my, when I cash yeah. my check, I got you. I'm gonna got you for the ride back and for what I owe you. Yeah. Hook me up, man. Nigga, what he, time your bus come back through? He here? got on the bus playing the fuck around. The young nigga too. Young able bodied nigga. You know what I'm saying? With a tattoo on his neck and shit. He get on, yo, uh, I get a ride up to Allegheny, you know what I'm saying? And I just was like, whatever, man, go ahead, hit the joint. Maybe my next trip, he get on at Lehigh. Yo, you know what I I'm like, all right, look, cuz, go ahead. This is the last time we doing this, though. My last trip that night, I'm coming up from downtown. He was on 29th and Oxford. I opened the door. He started stuff. I was like, ah, I got to pay this time, right? I'm like, y'all a mess, dog. But what's crazy is he probably got three kids somewhere. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Shit is just... Out here slinging dick. <laughs> like it's going out of style. It's crazy. But it's like, to tell her... She dumb because she took back a nigga with twenty million dollars and is the hottest group on the fucking planet. It's just like, 
that's the world she you got she, this shit wrong. At the end of the day, let's like let's, like let's, be, like Jay and Beyonce. What what is Beyonce supposed to do in that situation? She supposed to go get with Puff. I'm divorcing <laughs> Jay Z. All right, now what? Now what? All right, Drake hot. Like <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It's like nah, like like it. It's nowhere for you to go, sis. What's supposed to happen in these situations? Yeah. It just don't make sense. You see why this this is this is part of the reason why my theory is that why Drake fuck all these like Instagram hoes and strippers and shit like that because it's like yo, you can always go up from there. I was about to say Drake really be scraping the bottom <laughs> of the barrel for someone of his, his stature. Oh, these, these are hoes that you and me would we would fall out for for sure. But for him to just be like. Why is this nigga like <laughs> he always does some silly shit? Always with some does some silly shit with suppose. But it's like yo. You can always go up from there. It's like when he finally meet like Maya, he could be like, I'm done with all this goofy shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I've been waiting on you my whole life. Where the hell you been at? Right. You know what I'm saying? So he can marry somebody of some sense because he knows, like, all right, I'm going to fuck all these scumbag bitches now. Because right. at the end of the day, once I marry somebody with some sense and right. then I fuck some scumbag bitches, but it's like once now he, I'm Once he has like a real relationship with like fucking... Steve Harvey's daughter or something crazy like that. <laughs> then it's like it, she's hot. Uh, oh, Lori. Lori. Like once he does that, she out here thotting like it's shit, going out of style all over too. The fucking place now. <laughs> it's like once he does like a high profile relationship, you can't like then cheat on the the chick at Vanity. Like you can't just be in Matt <laughs> yeah, section exactly. with the little bitch on your lap. Like like what is he doing? And that's where I think he kind of be at. He like he hold, I'm, he hold him I'm, back. Yeah, like I'm hedging this shit out. <laughs> Out these streets, like I'm gonna stay low, keep firing, and when it's time to come up, I'll pop the fuck up with a in the, princess. In the words of the illustrious Paul Wall, I'm low to the ground like an ant eater. Yeah, real he, shit. Keeping it real low. Yeah, man. Um, I, I want to talk about the video real quick, man. It, it it's the weirdest shit. I, like, it's got to go on to the uh, shaking my head moments of 2018. The Chris Rock, Louis C.K. Oh, Jerry Seinfeld and um, Ricky how do you Gervais. Pronounce? Gervais. I never can pronounce his his uh, name right. But Ricky Gervais, Jerry Seinfeld, Chris Rock, and Louis C.K. What was it for that they were doing? I have no idea. And I thought Louis C.K. was canceled for pulling his dick out on random bitches. Yeah. So to see Louis C.K. in 2018 confused the shit out of me. I think the video might be old. It has to be old. Right. Because Louis C.K. Was whipping slammer out on everything. Yeah, movie, yeah. You know he didn't mean? give a fuck at like in public. Yeah, like, he wasn't even doing it like Harvey Weinstein, yeah. where he invites you to a meeting at three thirty a.m. at the Ritz Carlton, <laughs> like a respectable scumbag. Louis C.K. running up on bitches at the balcony at the Met Gala, like with yeah. some of this dick, like got this dick for you. I'm saying, let me know what's going on. I'll I be over yeah. here by the uh, by the refreshments. Yeah, Louis C.K. was fucking tripping, man. <laughs> a horny animal, <laughs> a horny fucking animal, a horny animal, dog. <laughs> but anyway, the video it, it comes on. They're all sitting on like a little living room for. Did you see it? It's it's from 2011 too. Okay, okay, yeah, it had, that's what I'm saying. It had to be old. So they're sitting on some furniture, or whatever, and they're just like having like a round table. And Chris Rock tells Louis C.K., "You're the blackest." White dude I've ever met. Yeah, you got some nigga in you. He didn't say it. Louis C.K. was like, so I'm like a nigger. And Chris Rock was like, yes, you are the most niggerous white, white man. And you could see Seinfeld like, like oh, y'all going to fuck up my, my, <laughs> my, my distro deal. Like, I can see this shit going. Syndication by the yeah, kids. Like, I can see this going way left. <laughs> and even Ricky Gervais is thrown off like, 
And he, they even goaded him into saying that. Then he joins the fray. And he, like, he had to catch himself, like, oh, shit. And Louis C.K. was like, yeah, see, the thing is, we say nigga on stage. Y'all just say it in private. And it just, Chris Rock sitting there laughing. And I'm just like, I would have fought the whole stage like <laughs> Jocelyn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do you understand? I'd have sw- There's no way I can be in that environment where we're just, like, openly saying. And I joke with it yeah. all the time. But I, I have earned that i know that sounds insanely ignorant and we are insanely ignorant for the way we use nigga all the goddamn time but here's the thing though double standards and certain rules and practices exist to keep motherfuckers in bounds right and people need to learn how to embrace that they just can't say and do certain shit without getting their head smacked mm-hmm. off. it is what it is it's for your own good i'm trying to, i'm going to smack your head off like I i'm don't, trying to help you not get your head smacked off. i don't say the word chink i don't say it I don't. I don't yeah. be like I'm going to the chinks or not. But because I understand it's an offensive word, yeah. and I have Asian friends. I've dealt with Asian chicks. It's it. It. I just don't throw it around. So, but if you say it, if Taylor right now just said chinks, let me see what this because I got money on this fucking Seattle <laughs> shit. I'm not necessarily worried about. Yeah. It. It's not even going to affect me the same way. Yeah. If Taylor right now say nigga. Cancel the recording. Like 48 hours. <laughs> you will repay your debt to me. Like dead ass. It's like it, it's going to affect me a different way. Yeah. So it's like hearing, watch, and Chris Rock's my guy. You know, I, I love fuck, Chris Rock. I you fuck think he's with the Chris Rock. He, he is. Like it, it just seeing that was just like the fuck. Yeah, like. And Twitter went to town, of like they always oh, do. Oh, you know, they, Twitter is, is fake outrage headquarters yeah, for the went, drive. They went, did you see the Travis Scott shit? Yes. That was weird. Travis Scott looking funny in the light. That though. was weird <laughs> as shit. Travis Scott did an interview, apparently from 2014, I yeah. believe it was, about Mike Brown and saying Mike Brown shouldn't have got killed, but he definitely should have paid for what he did wrong. And it was like, what? Like, niggas stole some dipsy doodles. He supposed to lose his life for that? Like, like they, they in the studio, and the, the producer out there with the sign on the window said, Chief, on live, <laughs> with the sign on the glass. Like, yo, Trav, look up. Like, yo, cool the fuck out, dog. But in that, both of them this week, I was just like, these are terrible. They said he had another, he had a print interview where they asked him about some sexual assault shit, and he was like, oh, yeah, no, that's some old shit. I don't want to talk about that. Travis Scott. If... <laughs> I was talking the other day with a woman I really respect, right? And she was telling me about a situation she had with a popular person on Instagram. And she was like, yeah, I don't want to say it was like a rape situation. But then she told me like the facts and I'm thinking to myself like that sound a little rape to me. This is first degree rape. <laughs> but you know, I like I can't if you're not pushing the issue, you know, whatever. And then I was talking with my, my Lee about just a lot of different shit. Yeah. And every woman out here has a story. Every single one. Every single one of them. I don't want to say every man has been in a situation where they've done something that was overly aggressive or forceful or, you know, not decent. Yeah. But the a lot like just the, the culture we were in was nuts. Yeah. I watched 48 hours the other day. Eddie Murphy, when he came into the fucking bar on the scene, the, the bar scene, when they got yeah. to the, the when he acted like the cop. Dude swung on him and he grabbed Boy Neck and threw him back and was like, You a big tough country maggot with a F. That was a smash box office movie. Right. 
on trading places. That shit was on the other day. Eddie Murphy, when they lured him to get into the limo and took him to the... Only some maggots, is you? Took him to the house. He said it twice. Yeah. Remember, he was like, Jacuzzi, sir? It's like, hey, Jacuzzi, I knew y'all was some maggots. <laughs> it was... That's a hit movie. Yeah. It's just the culture. So it's like looking at the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, yeah. when that shit, especially with the hip-hop era, running wild, the ecstasy, all... Man. When the culture shifts, you got to move with it. And people don't realize, like, look at Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby ain't go to jail for no new shit. Bill Cosby went to jail for some 25-year-old shit. And Bill Cosby like, why we tripping? Right. Been taking all this pussy this whole time. <laughs> I ain't no problem with it. Like, y'all... Hey, excuse me. Like, like it was fashionable to take some pussy back in my day. Like y'all bugging. I'm, I'm and, doing and this shit par for the course for me. And it's wild, like just watching and how fast it's it's all changed and everything has gone. Like I tell people all the time, Biggie is the best rapper ever. He's a lot of people's favorite rapper ever. Biggie wouldn't have made it six months with all that shit with Faith, with Kim, with Charlie. He wouldn't make it. Out of the he, paint. Being that big and that up, he they would he wouldn't have made it a that year. He would have been on the front page of the paper every day. He wouldn't have made it <laughs> a year. He wouldn't have. Mike Tyson went to jail for rape. The heavyweight champ came out. And Ali went to jail for not for his political beliefs and not going to war. Tyson went to jail for a rape and said on national television, "I wish I had a rape. I bitch. wish I'd have raped her and her mama." You you you're not gonna sell 1.4 million pay per views <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> you're just not. Pac went to jail for rape and it, well, sod- it was sodomy. Inappropriate, touching inappropriate touching and sodomy. sodomy. Yeah, he had the number one album in the world. While well, in, in the country, in, while he was in, in jail. jail for rape and sodomy, that doesn't happen now. <laughs> it just doesn't. That album is not getting pushed. No. It's just not. So we live in different times. So it's like. People got to, like, cut the shit and come into the 21st or the 22nd century. Yeah. Where we get, like, it's just a different time. All these offensive words, you can't say them. It just is what it is. And we've been talking about it ad nauseum, like, not even on the show, prior to the show. People don't realize the conversations that me, Chad, Rob, everybody. For three years now about how you just have to change certain shit. Like, when the rape culture shit first was coming about, we was having, as men, having these conversations about, like, are they pushing it too far? Or this and that, and, da, da, da. and just over time, you realize, like, damn, a lot of shit that was just part of society is some rapey ass shit to do. Mm-hmm. Party and a chick is some rapey ass shit to it's do. It's rapey. Like, even if she with it, it's still kind of rapey. Real bro. shit. I remember several <laughs> times, yo, we got this bitch at so and so's, and motherfuckers was pulling up from just from m- niggas m- swinging from trees. <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers, you ain't seen in months. Oh shit, what's going on? <laughs> Get the party, bitch. <laughs> Niggas is coming from wherever. Everywhere. Fucking potholes, Jones. the sewer, man. Like the Ninja covered. Turtles. Niggas coming out of the ground, bro. About the party, bitch. Yo, everybody wear a white tee. We going to switch up. And we, everybody just go in the room. Yo. I'm going to cut the light off on the bitch. Yo. Like, that's Dog. great, bro. Dog. 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 Got to have a, uh, you got to do like a, our, our good friend BF and Krumah and look in the mirror and say, I was a predator. Yo. Like, yo, like, but fix yourself. Yo. Niggas be coming out the fucking uh, sewer like the foot. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the fucking foot. When, when, when they got a little chick that's with whatever, niggas come from everywhere. Pulling up in cabs, all kinds of shit. It be nuts. And that shit is rapey. Yeah. It just is. Rapey as fuck. It's rapey as shit. And people don't want to like dig it and be like, yo, we got to come into the new 
way of thinking and a new yeah. way of treating people with dignity and respect. And I, for me, it's easy because it's just how we was fucking raised. Yeah. But it's just, and I, I at times like look back like, damn, that day we had the chicks and the like, we was walling. <laughs> like, and I'm not even that bull, but it's just yeah. I think back on some situations from when I was 16, 17, 18, yeah. 19. I'd be like, we was pushing the envelope. We was pushing it. <laughs> pushing the shit out of the envelope. Why is it seven of us here? <laughs> we are drawling. And it's like, yeah, she agreeing to it. Yeah. But is she agreeing to it because she wants seven niggas or here? Or because it's like or seven because niggas she, here. Or it's because there's <laughs> seven niggas here. Because if I got a cake, like a like a whole cake, right? <laughs> And I like you want a slice. I'm like, yeah, you can go have a piece. And then six violent looking niggas show up, like, yo, what's up, what's up with them cake? It's like, I don't want to give y'all this cake, but <laughs> I really wanted my cake. I want I I don't, you know, I don't I'm not trying to get hurt over this <laughs> over this cake. You know, like you you think like Real you, shit. That's how I look back on a lot of situations. Like I remember my I ain't saying no names, but like, oh, in my neighborhood, like, yo, come through the crib. You know what I'm saying? You trying to play Madden? And I'm just like, this is a setup. You know what I mean? Because you don't play Madden. Like, right. if you call me tomorrow, yo, you trying to play Madden, come to the crib. The fuck are you into? What the fuck Chad's <laughs> got going on? Because you don't play Madden. <laughs> right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I get there. He got a chick in the basement. Like, I, as I'm coming in, I can see through the, the little blind, John. I'm just like, fuck, come in. The bitch is damn near naked. He like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Enjoy that. And bounce. And I'm just like, she like, what's up? And I'm just like, how many fingers am I holding up? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> because it's just like. I, are, like are you on chloroform? Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, is, is, is everything okay? Yeah. But that that was the culture. It was the culture. And it's like. Really? I heard. I heard recently. This is this shit disturbed the fuck out of me. I heard recently. Thank right? you for stopping me because I was about to. You draw. about to don't go down a rabbit hole. Yeah, thank you, thank it's you. like fucking Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep going down the fucking rabbit hole. Fucking lion wishing a wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, some shit that I heard recently that disturbed the fuck out of me. This little chick that uh you know is working at this bar or whatever like that. My man, I know they go through hell. My man was fucking my two. The two niggas that owned the bar was fucking her off rip. They mm -hmm. cousins. So the two niggas that owned the bar running down there. Little downtrodden chick, fucking live one place one month. Another like one yeah, of them little standard. yeah, one of them little vagabond chicks that yeah. don't know how to no steady home life, no parents, none of that shit. So the two owner niggas is fucking her. My homeboy, hey, what's up? What's up? So, oh, she's sweet. We both was tagging the bitch. Da da da. Get her. So outside of that. My man that was fucking her finds out that she was having situations where niggas was literally like kidnapping her. She agreed to go with a nigga. He had kidnap her for three, four days, fuck her for three, four days, and then be like, oh, I'm going to take you home, blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, oh, are you going to take me home? Like, oh, no, my man going to come get you. And then he would come get the bitch. And then, oh, you going to take me home? No, we going to my crib. And then he had kidnapped her for three, four days, fuck on her. And then I'm just like, what? Like, nobody has a problem with this? Damn. Like, this shit is going on for weeks at a time. Because they know, like, if she go missing, nobody's not looking for her. That's nuts. That's I'm like, in 2018, this is going on? Like, grown niggas is going picking up a 19-year-old and fucking on her for three, four days and then passing her to somebody else? And then it's like, y'all don't have a problem with this? Like, nobody in this equation is not like, yo, we, we're bugging. Nobody's the voice of reason. Yeah. 
I would stop speaking to niggas. Like, yo, I can't be a part yo, of Yo, real. We, we was talking about the whole sexual harassment in the workplace shit the other day because we had like a holiday <laughs> party at my job. Yeah. And we was up there talking about it the other day. And it's one of the guys I work with. He literally is always hugging. Like, and I know from women because I, I grew up around women. They don't like that. Yeah. Where my hug ass shit. You know what I mean? But he... He's always hugging the women in the depot. Like every time you see him, he's and I the other day I'm like, yo, you gotta cut that hugging shit out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was like, What you mean? I'm like, you look like Barney. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, stop touching these bitches. Like, what's wrong with you? You a horny animal. You a horny, you <laughs> you a horny animal. animal. So Everybody was falling the fuck out when I was going off for him the other day. So then yesterday, this was Friday. Yesterday, me and my man Ro, we standing down like at the at the right at the the door out of all yeah. the bus bays and shit. As you before you go up to the break room, we standing there and we just chopping it up. Angie, she's our union rep now. She was walking in, and Angie was like, "What's up, y'all? What's up, Matt? What up, Ro?" And she hugged Ro and then walked through us or whatever. And Bro was like, yo, 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 you ain't even hug Matt. And she was like, oh, Matt don't play that shit. I'm like, you right. Keep it the fuck. <laughs> like, because like, there's no joy I'm getting out of this. Right. I'm 34 years old. I do not need to hug you to express that I just walked into the right. room or that you just, It's creepy. It's middle school shit. Yes. In middle school, yo, come and even that, hugging bitches, grabbing their butts and all, we was horny animals. animals. There's no reason I, I got we we grown. I can go hit something. Right. There's no reason for me I to I don't need this stupid stimulation. To be hugging yeah. you. There, there's just no reason for it. Like if if I find out that my lady is hugging niggas at work, I got to show up. I got to kill everybody at work. I'm coming in here with a <laughs> Ghostbusters backpack. <laughs> like this shit might get crazy. Coming in here with an axe like fucking Conan. Cause it's it's just creepy. Why are you hugging these people? Yeah. And that's how I be with the women at my they come in, hey, what up, Matt? Hands up. What's up? What's up? Cause I I don't need shit to get perceived Correct. as something else. I just don't, because it ain't that. So I don't need it in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a woman at my job. She plays cards. She like a card player. She be at the table with all the, the men or whatever. Yeah. And I walk in. You know, I'm a, I'm a respectful dude. So I, I shake everyone's hands. I shake Tone hand. I shake Reeves hand. I shake Larry hand. I shake fucking uh, Bradford hand. I shake Rich hand. What's going on, Glory? And they be like, damn, you ain't shake. I'm like, I don't shake women's hands. And I'm not touching her. Right. So it's just, how you doing? Like, I acknowledge you how you doing. And that's mm. not a, to me, that's a respectful thing. Yeah. One, I, you probably don't want to be touched in the first fucking place. And two, just, man, you shouldn't shake a woman's hand. So it's just, how you doing? We good. Yeah. I don't need to touch you. I've acknowledged you. I'm here. And I'm not a horny animal. <laughs> and I'm not a horny animal. <laughs> Most importantly. Let's get the day started. You know what I'm saying? But this shit is wild. Like, people don't dig it. Like, we lived in a fucked up culture where shit that wasn't cool was just cool. Yes. Pulling a bitch into the bathroom at the party is not cool. It's, it's lit. <laughs> but it's not cool. A little rapey. She with it. But it's rapey. You a horny animal. Yeah. They got bedrooms and shit. They got <laughs> hotel rooms and shit. Like, you a horny animal. And people don't dig that shit. And it's just, that's what it was. So it's like, look, when you ask somebody or pull up some old tweets or pull up an old article, them shits might be a little rapey. Because everybody was fucking rapey. Yeah. Everybody. Shit, Kevin Spacey was rapey against other men. Got fired from his show because of it. Because you over-raping. Over-rapey. <laughs> shit nuts. I hate us. 
<laughs> I hate everybody but us. You know what I mean? But uh, you got anything else you want to throw nah, out there? Nah, man, that's it. We want everybody to have a safe and happy holiday. Uh, hey, can, can we get some comments? I mean, some uh, yeah, some comments rolling on iTunes. Let's get those back. Oh back yeah, cracking. we definitely need to get the ratings and the comments yeah. back rolling on iTunes. We, you know, we y'all been doing great as far as the downloads and listening to the show. But the other part of this equation for us to be charting and all of that shit is y'all gotta, you know, hit the comments, man, in the in the reviews. Yeah, we didn't have no fruit snacks the last two weeks, so y'all shouldn't have yeah. nothing negative to say. Fuckers, we appreciate y'all, man. All the support y'all been giving us all year. The last show of 2018 is going to be next Sunday, the TRPE Awards. We're going to put a nice pretty bow on all of the shenanigans of 2018 and get ready to kick off 2019. Uh, We're going to be doing our first live show, I believe, in March. Uh, Coinciding somewhere around my birthday, if and when this new exclusive spot that's supposed to be opening can get uh, renovated properly in time to house all of y'all. Uh, we're going to be doing that. So that's some, some things to look forward to. We appreciate the support all year. Enjoy y'all holiday. Be safe. Enjoy y'all family, y'all loved ones. Don't be a horny animal this week. And we will see y'all back uh, next Sunday with the TRP Awards. Yeah, really. Peace. Peace. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom up, up, up. At participating McDonald's.